folks, and welcome back to Indie Venture, the indie games podcast all about exploring the wonderful world of indie games. You love indie games. We love indie games. We're checking about indie games. Indie games are great. Indie games. The Indie Venture <laughs> squad is made up of a trifactor of gaming knowledge, which includes Ooh. Rebecca Jones. Hello. Liam Richardson. Ahoy, hoy. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, cool. And me. You totally threw me off. Oh my God. Where did that come from? <laughs> It came from the depth. It came from somewhere dark and, and cursed. I was like in my flow and then... <laughs> oh no. So and me, Rachel Watts. Ahoy hoy. That reminds me of The Simpsons. It must be, ahoy, yeah, it's a Mr. Burns. It is a Mr. Burns thing. It's how you stand to the telephone. Yeah. It was like... Yeah. The original telephone salutation. Ahoy hoy. Oh, really? Ahoy hoy. Can't like mm-hmm. it. Anyway, hoy, hoy. right, it's anyway, episode five. We're not getting distracted today. <laughs> it's, it's episode five, which means two things, guys. The first okay. one is that we're halfway to double digits, which is a really big Ooh, deal. Nice. I know, I it got so, big so excited about that. Yeah. And then the second one is that it's been enough episodes that we've kind of like proved ourselves a little and we can get, you know, a bit a bit bullshitty. So this episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which we're dubbing the Christmas special because it's been released in December. It's not the last episode though. The last episode of the year will be dedicated to looking back at all the indie games of 2023 and reacting to, you know, kind of the awards that are happening, what's getting nominated for stuff, what's winning stuff and giving our very spicy takes probably because indie games are quite unrepresented, but that'll be for the next episode. But yes, so until then, we've got the Christmas episode. Can I get a hell yeah? Incredible. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was just, my instinct when you said, can I get a hell yeah, was just to go, on Jesus's birthday? Like, (laughs) oh, oh I'm not even religious, but my brain was just like, you can't hell yeah on Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, hell, oh, hell yeah, all over the place. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, on Jesus' birthday. <laughs> Jesus might be a fan of the hell yeah. No, I would, yeah. you know. I don't maybe. claim to know. I've never been religious, but my something in my in my British little brain just rebelled. Soul. I don't know why. So okay. British little brain. Yeah. Uh, apologies to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't mean friend anything of the by podcast. it. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> Jesus, the podcast. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus um, Christ. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, I like the idea of just going deeply sacrilegious within the first five minutes of the <laughs> Christmas episode. I mean, that seems on brand, let's be real. I did say it was a little bit of bullshit episode. So There's a lot of bullshit goes, straight oh, out yeah. the gate and I oh, like yeah. it. I'm here for it. Absolutely. There is, there is quite a lot of bullshit going on. <laughs> right. So this episode, Christmas special, we've got we've got two sections. The first one we're calling Stocking Stuffers, where we're going to have a very special guest come on the podcast and ask us for indie game recommendations uh, with some prompts in mind. And then the second part is kind of a weird one, but it's kind of like, uh, a metaphorical Christmas dinner we're all having, like a hypothetical one. And what <laughs> indie game characters we would invite to that, but also, like, who who would you invite? But also, who would we leave out in the cold? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and mm-hmm. we have prompts for that as well. So, like, we we'll get into that later. But yeah, so that's the <laughs> that's the episode. That's a lot of talking. Oh my god! It's it's funny, isn't it? The the dinner party thing is funny when you say it out loud because it's not new to us as like a podcasting trio because oh, we no. did it on a redacted podcast. Mm, yes, um, we did uh, a pub crawl and an uh, Eurovision um, episode. Yes, but launching straight into dinner party is very funny to me because it, it feels even more unhinged. If you're a new listener. <laughs> Uh, if you're a new listener, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you're a new listener, this is for you. If you're new, oh, this whole welcome. episode's yeah, for you. Oh, we for actually you. we got a review the other day, a really lovely review that did say it, it helps to listen to a few episodes of Redacted Podcast <laughs> first to get all the in jokes. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you need to uh, you need to watch the uh, you know the TV shows before you watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, it had that kind of vibe to it. Uh, if you need to get the extended law, yeah, it, like it really, it's like it's like anime really kicks in around episode forty-seven. You know, you just gotta you just gotta get into it, yeah. into the mindset of it, and then yeah, before you know it, you're hooked. I hope yeah, anyway. Welcome new that. listeners and indeed returning listeners. Yes, yeah. one episode yeah. to start on. So yeah, <laughs> we like putting Indian characters in interesting scenarios the pub crawl one was so fun and the Eurovision one were really good yeah. Yeah. I love those episodes yeah, so, yeah I'm excited now, for this we're finding yeah. them around for Christmas dinner and we're going to see how they behave and what prompts and it's always a good time <laughs> it is it's going to be grand uh, before we dig in too far listeners um, I am riddled with COVID and uh, I think my raspy cough is going to make a lot of appearances this episode so uh yeah just to really highlight the amount of bullshit that's going on mm. in this episode uh, <laughs> it's going to be chaos who was it someone on the um on a on a ear discord called us a uh, chaos chat podcast oh yeah mm. i don't think i saw that one but i like it i like it oh we're gonna crank this up to 100 percent this episode my friends you so haven't seen chaos yet it's coming yeah, we're, <laughs> we're coming in very hot this episode we're coming in so- yeah <laughs> yeah very very hot oh, this, this car has flames on the side like that's how fucking hot we're coming in like this race guys are off the and there's rails. a dog driving it <gasps> okay but that would be great what mm. kind of dog though what what breed of dog would be driving Ooh. our metaphorical race car beagle oh a beagle a beagle. Like, <laughs> a beagle's good okay yeah. yeah beagle driving a car yeah what about one of those chihuahuas that looks like it's begging for death the ones that shake <laughs> <laughs> you know the ones I mean. Yeah, they're just, know, the they're just dogs. a bit past yeah. their yeah. prime. Yeah. A beagle and a if chihuahua. Were... Chihuahua in the hot seat. In the yes. Chihuahua in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. We should have named the podcast that. <laughs> chihuahua in the hot seat. Ooh. We could have done. Who was stopping us? You're us. right. No one. Uh, someone should have stopped us from calling it Chihuahua in the hot seat. If you were to be a dog breed, to choose one for yourself, what would you choose? Mm. Oh, you know what? I've thought about this over the years. I've thought about this a lot. And I, I don't oh, yeah. know. I have no clue. I'm not really into dogs. Like I love dogs, but uh, like apart yeah. from like the Nintendo dogs dog breeds, I have no fucking yeah. clue. So I don't know. I, I'm. I That's have fine. no idea. I. What about you both? I don't think I'm. I'm not a little dog. Am I? They have a an energy about them. Oh, Jack Russell. See, no. you know, I was kind of going to say Jack Russell. <laughs> I've not thought about this at all. But am I a little dog? I, I don't know. No, I don't think you are. I think you have Labrador Nintendog energy, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think you specifically, like, DS graphic render yeah. of a dog. Yeah, I think maybe that's your I would energy. love that. I think, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the Jack Russell for no better reason than that my grandma has a Jack Russell and she's a very cute little doggy. So I will be... Yes. I can um, see Jack Russell. Yeah. yeah, she's like the size of a cat and I'm more of a cat person than a dog person, but mm. I, lo- I love yeah, her so. and I think it's partly because she is basically a cat in many ways. So yeah. Are we actually, are us three cat people? Yeah, I'm yeah, a cat cat so. person, yeah. Yeah. No hate against dogs, but... No, exactly. I used to be scared no, of dogs, but dogs. I'm not cat, yeah. but I'm still more of a cat person. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, when I was little. Um, and then my best friend got an Akita, which is probably my backup choice. Um, What's just- that? Oh, wow. So my my sister and uh, her boyfriend have just gotten an Akita. 
and oh my uh, God. they are they are the cats of the dog world, is what I've oh, realized. Oh, they're so sweet. They Honestly, look like a Sheba. Yeah, they're, yeah. Um, they're like they're big though. Size wise, they're, they're one up from Husky, but one down from Malamute, basically. So they're massive dogs. What's a what's a Malamute? Malamute is a horse sized dog. What is a Malamute? <laughs> what Alaskan Malamute? Oh, the, yeah, this is cute. They're really fluffy. Oh my god, yeah. that is a very this is kind of like a pretty dog. A borf, a borf dog. What mm. was that scale? That borf. What's the dog? Yeah. That dog scale <laughs> that's like yip to yap, and then at the end it's like borf and oh, yeah, yeah, they're borfs for sure. Is yeah. it like that cat scale where the top one is "Oh Lord, he's coming"? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, same, same Aww. energy. Love that. I saw, I saw a TikTok by uh, Gen Z the other day that was taking the piss out of millennials, and they were like, "Oh yeah, is it a dog or is it a borf?" And I was like, "Oh, don't you cut me down like this." Right. <laughs> <laughs> They have us dead to rights and I love them for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's funny because boomers are right there. Why are you coming for us? We're sensitive. <laughs> I don't know. I think we probably deserve it in our own ways, to be honest. Yeah, to be fair. But also, I, mean, I don't know, do Gen Z deserve it because they're going to live for another 10 years after we die? I don't know. I honestly, well. though, can't wait for Gen X, Gen Z beef. Like, that's going to be the ultimate fucking beef. Oh, holy sure. shit. That'll be, that'll be drama. I saw it this morning on TikTok. I saw Gen Alpha. Was it Gen Alpha? My bad. Taking the piss out of Gen Z things. They were like, oh, you can't say slay anymore. And then they were saying terms as being cringe that I hadn't even heard of yet, which is a 31-year-old. <laughs> It's probably normal, oh, but as someone as God. terminally online as me, I was quite surprised. Literally so, everyone yeah. I work with day to day, and I know some of them listen, and hi, you guys are the best, but they are all 24, which as a 33-year-old is like <laughs> sometimes <laughs> distressing to me. You shouldn't be allowed to listen to us if you're not 28 or over. Please continue <laughs> to listen gate. because you'd actually, you've, you've done a lot for us, <laughs> just by being enthusiastic. <laughs> if you're no, 28 and over... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, all our ten-year-olds gotta tune in and listen. Yeah, You're ten. Yeah, friends oh, right, of the okay. podcast. Do we have to start doing skibbity toilet memes? Is that how we're gonna try and get Gen Alpha involved? I don't know what that is. I, oh no, it's the head in the toilet, isn't it? I do know what that is. Yeah, because everyone, the children crave Half Life Two, Rachel. It's all they want. Half Life Two is eternal. <laughs> I have come to accept myself as retro, and I'm just leaning into it. So you know what? Come here for all your best retro millennial video games chat. Yeah. You clearly like it because you're here. So I like that. And it's not ancient, it's like oh, old, it's retro. <laughs> it yeah, is retro. Cooler, I'm right? retro. It is retro. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one off the rails. Uh, Liam, what kind of oh. dog are you? Oh, yes. Oh, no, it's not time for this. <laughs> I'll be the type of dog that you'd find in a skip in the mid 90s. <laughs> and you take it to the vet and they'll be like, that shouldn't be alive. Oh. Oh, and, I know. It, it'd live for like 23 years. Um, a terrier cross with something. Oh, okay. I know. I know. The ones that do look a bit. Wait, what, what's a. T okay. Terrier type dog. Okay. Yeah. Any terrier cross. That'd be you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. What's a. Oh, a border collie's pretty cute. Oh, is this a terrier cross with a border? What did, what's a Tiberian terrier? Oh, oh god i'm overwhelmed like I'm none overwhelmed. of us know anything about dogs and we're just trying to learn it live on the podcast listen yeah, is... yeah it's all nintendogs i only had like a labrador and i had like six pugs okay like i didn't want any other dog in nintendogs i had the main one and six pugs all called roy over oh. the course of many years oh okay they weren't all, all... called roy so my sister had a pug called roy 
in Nintendogs. Because ah. um, and then we just carried on the tradition of always having a pet called Roy, and Roy was iconic. Roy, Roy sounds like iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Big as a brick shit house, but we loved him. We loved Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Time to move on. Time to move on to the first. Oh, do you hear that? What's that noise? It sounds like jingle bells. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound like jingle bells. And as interested in that sound as I am, I can smell peanut butter and must investigate immediately. Uh, BRB. Bye. Bye, Liam. <laughs> okay, but is it crunchy or smooth? He's going to miss the mystery guest, which is upsetting. It's definitely smeared on a pine cone to answer your question, so crunchy regardless. <laughs> Oh no! Our guest oh, has just oh, arrived. Oh, oh hello, mysterious stranger. <laughs> oh, 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 hello there. How how are you? <laughs> oh wow, what a lovely voice. So raspy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I smoke a lot of Marlboro Reds. Hello there, you two. Where is that? Is that Rachel Watson, Rebecca Jones? I'm seeing here. The one and only. It's it's me. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Take that down a notch. It's Why? me, Santa Claus. Oh, you can tell it's me Santa Claus. by my beautiful beard and my Devolver digital hat. That's got nothing to do with the fact that the Santa hats are in the loft and I couldn't be fucked to go up there today. How are you both? It's so nice to see you both. Are you excited for Christmas? Yes, it's nice to see you too. I am honestly flattered by the costume effort today, considering yeah, the that is this what is costume? not a what video podcast. I mean, you've shown up with your I Devolver like. hat, Santa. Santa, what did you think? This, <laughs> yeah. this beard is incredibly, incredibly itchy. But it's your beard, so it's not that you can take it off. It is... As well, no, I guess I have committed to the bit now, and long may it continue. I'm here. I'm afraid I've had to hijack your lovely podcast because I'm in need of I'm in need of two little elves. Don't feel that comfortable calling you that, to be honest. Feels a little bit suspect. But I I need some little helpers, not much better, to help me with some Christmas themed tasks. Do you do you think maybe I could find some people on this audio podcast? They normally are audio, to to, to help me perhaps identify some indie games for, for some young people who've sent me Christmas letters. Yeah, go on then. I can't I really feel like I've thrown you both off in a way that's not very recoverable. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little worried now. Like, how young are the young people who've sent you the list? Because I, I did not, I did not think to pitch my choices. But just excellent. This theoretical exercise. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. If that's what the direction we're headed in. Yay! Well, Santa, you've come to the right house. <laughs> I'm afraid I've had to get rid of your co-host because, unfortunately, Liam is on the naughty list. Uh, I'm I'm very sorry to to inform you about this, but he's on the naughty list because he once stole a packet of microwave rice from a Sainsbury's, if you can believe that. He just took it through a self-service checkout. Now, you two will know that, won't you? Because he admitted that on a podcast, didn't he? In the intro of a podcast. And you know, that isn't even the reason why he's on the naughty list. It's because he went back in after you'd recorded it, and he re-recorded the intro to not admit to stealing it. Can you remember? (laughs) Because he he was worried the employer at the time would maybe not like that. I I do recall. (laughs) 
as as Santa, and I see everything, obviously, is I know that no one there was fucking listening to the episodes. So it didn't matter. But he did it anyway, and he took it out, and that's why he's on the naughty list. So what I've done is I've set up one of those humane mouse traps in his living room, and I filled it full of peanut butter, and he ran straight in headfirst, and he's scurrying around in there and scratching on the walls. He's fine. He's got about 40 minutes of oxygen, and I'll let him out when we're done. So I have... Uh, I have some. I've, I have one, two, three, four, five. Very sorry, my eyesight's not as good as it was. I'm very old. I'm forty-four. Um, that's too young for Santa. I think. I, I have uh, one, two, three, five, five letters. Five letters from children around the world, and I'm going to read them out to you. And I'd like you to recommend me some indie games. So shall shall I? Shall I read out the first one? Actually, I'm going to wreck on that immediately and say they're audio recordings. Is that okay? <laughs> Rachel looks like she's made some <laughs> career decisions involving uh, a certain video producer she used to work with that she's regretting quite a lot now. She's tied her boat to that now and I'm afraid she's going to have to stick with it. Uh, <laughs> There's just a Santa. There's just a lot. You said a yes. lot. Okay, I'm processing. I did. Yeah. That's the most I've spoken We're, in days, to be honest. I'm... I'm just worried about Liam in his cage. Did you put pine cones in the cage? Because he likes pine cones. I put, no, that's one of the reasons he's on the naughty list. That beard's coming right off. It's doing my fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm amazed that it hung on as long as it did, Santa. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know how long I've no, been looking I'm, you in I'm, the eye and call you Santa Claus, to be honest. Sorry, but I, the, the illusion's gone for me. You're going to have to put it back right. on. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, well, God. Hold on. <laughs> don't force yourself. <laughs> Oh god, my lungs! <laughs> right, oh. where were we? Um, the, oh, the first me. audio clip, not letter. Right, <laughs> here it is. The first audio clip. Here we go. I picked a great time to get fucking COVID nineteen, didn't I? <laughs> Dear Santa, it is I, Doctor Ichabod Spooky von Wolf Howlington. <gasps> yeah. You may remember me as the shadow that flickers out of the corner of your eye when you're placing some presents under a tree, or the lone cry of an elf trapped under the machine that makes Xboxes. I am writing to you from my secret underground lair, a smelly cave that has a bat in it, in order to ask for some indie games for Christmas. I have to take the beard off. It's so sorry. <laughs> it's so it's it's okay. Yeah. You, 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 can't, so you can't keep that on. You can't. My best friends, Mike the Mummy, Zeon the Zombie, Craig the Bear that eats people, and Christine the Dracula, have all been bullying me down at the local cemetery because I'm too afraid to play any scary video games. That's right, Santa. I'm ashamed to admit it, but Ichabod forgoes the spooks in favour of the cosy. Just because I'm a haunted skeleton made of bones held together with gorilla glue doesn't mean I can't get all snuggly under a duvet to play Stardew Valley. Although obviously I romance Shane, because I am, after all, still an evil skeleton. <laughs> Please can you give me a spooky game to play this Christmas so Craig will stop calling me Dr. Ichanerd Cozy Von Puppy Yappington. Best regards, <laughs> Dr. Ichabod Spooky Von Wolf Howlington. Do you think oh. he's single? 
I'm, 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 Dr. Ichabod? Yeah. I'm so glad that... I have to put a word in. We retain <laughs> the right to Dr. Ichabod. This is great. I'm so thrilled. Honestly, I was thinking about this episode and all the <clears throat> guests that we've had either on the podcast or on the other website stuff and... Dr. Ichabod was yeah. pretty up there. We're, I, I like, I'm starting yeah. to suspect we're going to get fan art of this episode. <laughs> just from, I'll do it. Just from the reappearance <laughs> of Dr. Ichabod. Okay. So, so, so yeah, it's a little letter there from a young... Little a, letter. A young... A little letter. <laughs> fucking hell. It's all falling apart. There's a little audio recording from a skeleton there. Let's just say it what it is. Um, <laughs> and, and asking for some spooky games. Now, I, I don't know any spooky games, my young friends. Oh, do you have any recommendations for this fine fellow? I'm sure the Queen of Horror herself has oh. a fair few. Oh, it's always so flattering to be addressed by my full title. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course I'm here with a recommendation. Um, and I decided... Okay, so I applied some criteria when I got the word through that maybe Santa wanted a little help. Um, so I have picked games that are all available on Steam or Itch for under £15 if you do want to follow these recommendations at home. Oh, it's, um, a, it's, a very, it's why I knew you'd help me. Because <laughs> I add so many extra rules to a very simple set of instructions when given them if they're not complex <laughs> enough. That, um, is, that is right. The, the instructions were as simple as they could be and you went above and beyond as always. <laughs> I did as well because not only did I apply that rule, but I was also like, what is, what is a good spooky game that nevertheless is not so spooky that it's not enjoyable over Christmas? So I was like, we have to catch the right sort of balance for spookiness here, like it's definitely a horror game, what I've picked, but it's not just a horror game. Ooh, and I okay. have selected for Dr. Ichabod, I hope this helps, Buddy Simulator 1984. Oh, nice. That is a good one. Oh, well, what's that? <laughs> Santa frantically Googling. Yeah, Buddy Simulator 1984. It's a very um, Undertale like horror game. Um, I believe significantly shorter than Undertale, to the best of my knowledge. But yeah, the idea is that you, the player, have received um, a, I believe, a floppy disk, which, good lord, you're both a bit younger than me. Can you even remember floppy disk? Well, Santa obviously does. Santa remembers everything. <laughs> Santa. Rachel, Rachel, do you remember floppy <laughs> yes, disks or are you too I young? Do. Um, I do, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I just barely remember. But yeah, you've received a floppy disk, which has this game, Buddy Simulator 1984, and it's, it's sort of that like found old tech horror, but it's also quite genuinely this quite heartfelt RPG about friendship and sort of the process behind um, developing games. And it's it's more sort of the amount of horror does also depend largely on what you put into the game. Let's say if you wanted to play it a bit more kindly and a bit more sympathetically towards the characters, you'll see less scary stuff than if you were mm. to be like really horrible in this game. So it's a, it's a horror game that is responsive to your attitudes a bit and it, there are long swathes of it that are not just horror themed. It's also quite funny. As I say, it's also quite heartfelt. So a good sort of dabbling in spookiness, but without getting jump scared and seeing loads of gore and horrible stuff happening. Yeah. Also, there's a sort of Christmassy feeling to getting a nice RPG like this, I think. So... I think so too. RPGs are quite Christmassy. <laughs> RPGs are so Christmassy. <laughs> They're nice. Yeah, I've wanted to play this for years. It looks so good. It, it all looks like it's on like a CRT monitor as well. Oh like, yeah, it's all, all really, really retro, like very, very 80s graphics as well. I mean, it actually yes. starts out as a text adventure and then over time it sort of develops into a more and more detailed looking bit. It never gets much past the sort of early 90s looking 
pixel graphics. So, because that's what I I thought it was a text adventure. I obviously didn't know too much about it because yeah, looking at the screenshots, there's like a whole there's like graphics, obviously mm. minimalistic graphics and stuff. Mm. It looks great. It no, goes as soon as really you said Undertale. Undertale. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. said Undertale exactly the same time. Ooh. I love that. Yeah. Well, on, on my on my headphones. I was a Undertale. little ahead of you, but I like your version better. So. <laughs> Well, when Liam gets out of his uh, situation, his trap situation, he can he can edit it so we say yeah, the same time. Liam knows the truth. He just doesn't know that he knows the truth yet. <laughs> yes. Well, well, well uh, don't worry. Santa heard you both see it at the same time as well. It's something you two do quite frequently without any editing assistance, I can assure you. <laughs> that one brain cell I'm committed to this the whole time, aren't I? Yeah, you are. Seems like it. Um, anyway, Buddy yeah. Simulator 1984, Rachel. What? That is a good pick. Um, I picked a game called Smile for me. It's kind of like the same criteria that you had, Rebecca, in that mm-hmm. it's kind of not scary. It's not like super jump scary or gory. It's just a bit creepy and a little bit scary. So the idea with this game is that you play as someone who's, I think, is living in an apartment or a hotel with lots of different characters. But there's a rule. You can't go out at nighttime. You can, but if you do, something bad will happen. So during the day, you get to speak to the characters um, who are all kind of like 2D. It's very like hand drawn. And the interesting thing about this game is that to reply, um, to talk to people and reply to them, you have to move your mouse in like a nodding Hmm. position. So for a yes, and then you swipe your mouse to make your head shake no. So you actually don't speak, but you react to characters with mouse movements, which is really cool. So that's the nice thing about the game. This unsettling aspect is that during, so like each time you go to sleep, you get like snippets of like this weird puppet character who is like talking about events to do with the the people who live in this place. And... It's a bit unsettling. It's like an actual character. Like they've recorded like a pu- someone with a puppet hand, like saying stuff. And yeah, this is a really great adventure. Very creepy. I would say it's in terms of like Undertale creepiness, this one is kind of the same as well. So that's the th- things us, our games have in common. Just a bit offbeat. There's also like the last like stretch of the game when you get to like the like the finale is like really unsettling to the point where it's like all centered around this dentist um character who you never really see until the very end and like uh he's just very unsettling and i you know that grinch gif with the smile it's kind of he's like that but like with his teeth and his mouth it's very strange but it's a it's a really great game it's like about three hours long and yeah it's like 13 pounds so i also tried to keep it to like under 15 pounds as well nice so yeah smile for me is my pick it's um really really good and creepy and scary so hopefully uh dr ichabod will enjoy that (laughs) (laughs) there's there's a brilliant suggestions i mean he literally said that he wanted something he likes cozy games it's a nice introduction to the world and also smile for me it allows him to express difficult for for a man with only a skull for a head to, to do true oh, both brilliant <laughs> recommendations very good i knew this was a good idea <laughs> uh, i i think i found the santa voice now it helps without having a, an amazon beard in front of my mouth <laughs> uh helps a lot actually um so i've got i got my second second audio letter now uh whatsapped to me by the kids you know what kids are like what's up santa uh, okay so yes yes mrs mrs claus set it up for me um uh, she's significantly younger than me. It's a weird thing to specify. Anyway, here's the second audio <laughs> clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
this might help. This is the voice I give Mia in Ace Attorney oh my, when we play oh together. Oh my goodness, this that is, helps so this much. This is how I voice Mia. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hello, Santa. It's me, a mouse. I'm just a nice little mouse that lives in a kitchen cupboard. I like eating all the crumbs under the fridge that no one has ever, ever cleaned. I hope. Because most people don't do that, I think. I also do small poops on various pieces of cutlery, oh. like plates and dipping bowls. Although reading that back, that's not cutlery. Cutlery is knives and forks and stuff. I'm sorry, I'm only a mouse. I make mistakes. <laughs> because I'm just a nice little mouse who scurries around in the walls and has a little mouse husband that I made out of bitter loose twine. Oh God! Can I have a nice cosy game to play this Christmas, please? I have a Nintendo Switch and a Steam Deck. I can't use them, but I stole them from a child. <laughs> Thanks, I love you, bye. Well, that, that was from a mouse. This mouse has lived a life. <laughs> the mouse has lived a life yes oh, trust me santa can tell you uh i don't know why i uh why i nope i don't know why the mouse specified that they stole something you'd think if the mouse was a thief they wouldn't be on the naughty list but mouse mice are have a have a pass from god and they're always on the good list um can you recommend a nice cozy game for this little mouse to play over over christmas oh god yeah, I've... this mouse needs a break. This mouse needs more oh, than yes, good I indie agree. game recommendations. <laughs> this mouse needs help. I, I'm not, I'm really afraid that I've made a real, real error in my choice for this one. Oh, what is I'm it? Sure you what haven't. is it? I decided that when the prompt for something cozy, no further context other than context that I chose to add, came through, <laughs> <laughs> I decided it would be really, really sweet to recommend. Um, a bundle full of cats, the collected work of dead cats, <laughs> with no idea how traumatic that would likely be to the poor mouse asking the question. <laughs> you know, this mouse is already through trauma, being trauma. You traumatize this mouse. Oh I know. I God. may have to withdraw this recommendation for the mouse, but continue it for the benefit of our listeners. But yes. yeah, just maybe don't send her this one. Santa, can you just? <laughs> I don't know. Make up an excuse, <laughs> Santa. Well, please. I, 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 I actually was privy to an earlier worst draft of uh, of this audio file, and it actually mentioned giving the, giving a cat a little kiss on its nose. So I think this mouse and the cat are friends. So actually, I think this. But uh, do you know what? The the kismet of that being your recommendation is too fucking funny to not to not give it to the mouse. Uh, if anything, you know what? Because the mouse is a thief, maybe it needs mm. needs a bit of a scare. Mm. So I, I agree. Um, I went a bit too much Boris Johnson there rather oh, than it's, Santa. It's yeah. slipping Let's into certain places. Reel that right back, please. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. <laughs> Slip around the scope of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> dear. Can you explain what the game is? Um, I'd love to know. Yes, these uh, a bundle full of cats is now a trilogy. I found out today as I looked this up. Oh, they shit. released the third game in this series uh, earlier this month. But yeah, it's a building full of cats, a castle full of cats, and now an arcade full of cats, which are just cute. Oh, cute! Hidden object puzzle, very chill, very cute hidden object puzzle games where you just find cats in beautifully drawn environments and click on them, and then you found the cat and you've given it a little pet. And that's that's the game. I love these oh, games. Oh god, that's so cute. And also, I quite like that they've started um they've changed the way they monetize these, so they're now free to play but with like add-ons that you pay like a couple of quid for. Oh. But the base games are now free to play going forward, it seems like, which is really nice. 
That um, is they're nice. Always, oh, yeah. They're always cheap, and the entire bundle is a fiver. So, you know, it's it's a good time. That's a good um, stocking for yeah. the stocking stuffer. It's adorable. It's the coziest thing I can think of. It is my my main memory of these is having a day off sick early this year and just sitting and playing both games that were out at the time, um, 100%ing them. Aww. And just, they're so cute. The whole concept is that you're just going to pet these cats. It's adorable. And you just like click on them and they like change colour and that means you've pet them. So cute. Any game that lets you pet, pet animals, cats is a bonus, but absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. I want to pet all the cats. And they change colour, you said. So you know when you, what cats you've pet. Yes. It's very cute. (laughs) It's funny because the game that you, you played that when you were ill, right? Yes. So this cozy game that I got, I also played when I wasn't feeling well. Woo! Oh, <laughs> cheers for not feeling. That doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right to cheer for illness. But cheer, cheer yes, for illness. I I chose um, Toem, which is T O E M, which is a very cozy like photography game. You play as a little lad who goes on an adventure to different regions and you are tasked with taking photos of things. And it's very cute. It's very cozy. Um, it's a very breezy adventure. Yeah, you essentially go to different areas. You get a list of things to take photographs of. They're not really straightforward. It can be like riddles or clues and you just take your photo, your camera and you take a photo and then you get a tick mark and a stamp, a very satisfying stamp Ooh, on, your, nice. on your card, um, your travel card. So when you complete an area and all its photos, you can go on to the next area. And it's just very cute. It's very a short hike. It's very um, frog detective in its humor. Just a very cozy adventure. It's about three hours. Um, there's a free demo on Steam if you want to check it out. It's on Game Pass uh, if you have that. And yeah, it's just a perfectly cozy game. So yeah, I played it when I wasn't feeling great. And uh, it was nice. It was a very sweet adventure. So mine's a very short one. But yeah. Toem, definitely play it and check it out. And Especially yeah. if you're a mouse. I think a mouse would like that. I think a mouse I would like it more than the cat like trilogy that I recommended. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think the little mouse is going to be happy with either of those for Christmas. And you know, if 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 I wasn't here and, and Liam was here, I'm sure he'd have lots of things to say about Toem. But unfortunately, oh. we've all committed to the bit, haven't we? Committed quite hard at this point. Can Liam call in? Can we get Liam? No, I'm I'm afraid he's currently in the fetal position, sobbing in that so large house trap situation. I put him in. It's a hostage well, trap. Well, that's. Oh, no. I think if you admit fault, then it makes it harder to hold up in court. <laughs> oh, Santa, you're so funny. Oh, <laughs> what are you like? Anyway, shall shall we have yes. another another yes. little audio recording? Yes, please. Okay, let's let's hit play on this one. <laughs> Santa's having a bit of water. Oh, I might also. Santa's, go for a Santa's having a stroke. <laughs> Santa's losing grip on who he is. The reality is slipping away. <laughs> we left reality in the rear view a long way back. A long, long time ago. Y'all reach Santa. It's me, Mike the Geordie. Oh my you God. might remember us from when I was a bairn of merely seven and I asked you for a bike for Christmas. Imagine me excitement when I saw a present that clearly had wheels pushed awkwardly underneath the tree. I was told to unwrap it last, as is the modest operandi of most Ooh. parents on Christmas Day, only to uncover a bike themed entirely around popular 1999 blockbuster Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. 
Not a single spoke was left unbranded, and this rideable advert even came complete with a disc of paper loosely fastened within each of the wheels, both of which featured the snarling face of Sith Lord Darth Maul. <laughs> now, I didn't mean to sound disrespectful. You had, after all, technically fulfilled the brief, but I'd actually never seen Star Wars at age seven, and the extreme branding sort of implied a lot about my interests at the time that were frankly untrue and proved hard to explain to the neighbourhood kids whose parents had copies of Empire Strikes Back on VHS, unlike me, the one who had access to Flubber, Dr. Doolittle, and all dogs gant to heaven. Furthermore, (laughs) after a few weeks of riding through the local streets on this cursed 90s artefact, the paper placed within the wheels began to to degrade, thanks to the wet weather we're prone to having over the winter months up in the northeast. So eventually, the paper became so bunged up in the workings of the bike itself that one day, when I pulled the brake, it all simply solidified within the mechanism, causing the back wheel to jam, and it launched us directly into a curb. And I cried so hard, <sighs> me mates had to rush to get me ma'am. All my mates, that is, except Dale, who stood and laughed at us like Nelson from The Simpsons, which was as relevant a reference point in 1999 as it is today. <laughs> now. I was confused at the time why Dale didn't have more sympathy, because he was best known along all of us in the neighbourhood for the time he hit his head on a bathroom sink after trying to organise his Pokemon cards while having a shit, and he knocked himself out in the process. As well as, well as the time... As well as the time, he got ran over by his own grandmother when she was too busy changing the radio station to notice he was standing in the middle of the street. Although I haven't seen Dale since he was eight, and I have no bearing on the direction his life took after that point, I still think about that moment even today. Anyway, do you think you could give us an indie game about sports or some shit to re-establish my relationship with the concept of it? If it has a bike in it, well, that would be champion. Ta-ra for now, pet. Mike the Geordie. Oh, Mike. Well, there was a lot of details in that story that were very specific, I would argue, but because they were done by a character, they had no relevance to anyone living or dead. I would argue if I had written that, I maybe would have changed the name Dale, because that is the name of the real person. It's <laughs> all graphical. I'm afraid well, I couldn't possibly say, but maybe, maybe all of that, every single word of that was true to a certain someone, but we'll oh, never know. Shout anyway, out to Dale. Do, do you have any, do you have any, yes, Dale, not literally, like the, the door of the bathroom was locked and his, his granddad had to break the door down. So, I just, and, and in, in time, the time that elapsed between this and his own grandmother running him over with a car. About a week. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. He was... Oh, my God. Related. I think there might have been. Oh, my... I mean, I, I, I wonder where he is today, oh God. honestly. I'm sorry. I actually started oh, crying Dale. at the point where the grandma yeah, came into Yeah, you like, need a moment. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. 
Oh, mm. when Mike Mike the Jody was in was in bed with his partner the other day, I, I was watching and 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 he, he he thought about that story for the first time in twenty five years, and he made himself laugh so hard he had to come downstairs in his pants to write that on his laptop <laughs> because he thought it was too good not to write. Oh. And that's quite pathetic, really, isn't it, Mike the Jody? <laughs> no one in that story is real. Anyway, do you have any sports games for Mike the Jody? Uh, Mike, Mike is also someone who's been through a lot. I feel this a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> I um uh, once again feel a little bad because I don't know I don't know sports. Oh no. I don't know what sports are, but I do realize that I know two indie games with a sports Ooh. theme. Ooh. Uh one of which would have been incredibly relevant to Mike's interest it turns out. So naturally I picked the other one and I think it's funnier if we stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yes. <laughs> um shall I do a little bit of what you would have won, Mike? Mike the Geordie. Um, yes, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm so confused by my own fucking setup that unfortunately, Mark, Mike, Mark, oh fuck, just please speak. <laughs> um, it's alright. I assume I, very tired. I'm aware of the, the setup. I know I'm speaking to Santa, but it is this being fed back to Mike along with the the gift? Should, actually, Mike's in the studio. Can we bring Mike in? Oh, oh Mike is. Oh, oh he, and he's here, here tonight. Oh my fuck. I've just been, <laughs> I've just been transported into some random's house. Yeah, I mean it's lucky it's still in Newcastle, but I, I, I think this is me neighbour's house. Y'all read? How's it going? Is this a podcast? Like, I don't mind podcasts. I like that one with um, what's what's his chops? He used to anywhere. Uh, it's going to make a Joe Rogan joke. But oh, it's oh, 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 I'm, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Might be going there. I, 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 don't, I don't think I can talk directly to Mike. Um, Goodbye, if you just Mike. Sort of, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, um, off, he, off he goes. Well, <laughs> well, that well, well. What was your pick, Rebecca? <laughs> Holy crap. I'm so sorry. I feel like I've killed Liam, uh, Santa, uh, oh. Mike. Uh, <laughs> good God. Okay. So. My initial pick was going to be Guts and Glory, which is all about riding bikes and chopping limbs off. But oh. I realised that was a little bit over my spend limit. So my second pick, which is the one that I am going to submit to poor old Mike, is Butterfly Soup, a game that extremely technically fits the oh remit because God, it's about it a baseball team. It's Agreed, also approved. a sapphic romance <laughs> visual novel, but you know, it's about a baseball team. So there you go. You know what? Maybe Mike will grow as a person, learn that it's not all about recapturing. You know, it's sometimes about moving forward. <laughs> yes gone feral enjoy butterfly soup you you might learn something mike it Mike. sounds like mike could do with learning a few things <laughs> so yes i, I great choice i'll pass that on mike, to mike play this gay romance mike <laughs> <laughs> play this queer romance mike. they play ba- there's a lot of baseball in there so you will have your sports fix i promise oh, i'm, I'm sure that's Dale. that's enough for him <laughs> pop that in his <laughs> I don't think Dale had any sports-related injuries. <laughs> Rachel, do you, do you have a sports game? I do. My sports game is Pyre, the only good sport game, indie sport game ever. And actually, not even indie, the only good sport game ever to exist because I don't like sports games a lot. I don't like playing sports in games. But Pyre has the perfect combination of being an RPG, a character-based, like rich, in-depth story, and also you play a sport in it. Which is I don't think does it have a name? I don't I don't quite remember. But essentially you play as a group of we definitely talked about this before, but I'll so I'll talk about it very quickly. 
You uh, play as a group of characters who have been banished and they are fighting for their right to kind of return to the overworld in sport-based combat situation. So you play through a league of, of teams and then at the end of each run, uh, one of your um, characters gets to ascend to the to back to the real world, um, and it's just a really great game. It's super giant, so you you know the super giant games. They have no flops, always bangers, every single one. And I I love I love the others, but I think Pyre gets overlooked a little bit. So shouts to Pyre, the only sports game I will play because I don't know sports, isn't it? I don't play video <laughs> games to play, you know, to play sports. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. But honestly, it's, it's really good. Here. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the way the sport you actually play the sports is so good, and it's it's like I don't know the rules about it. It's it's a, a ball based sport, <laughs> a ball based sports ball, sports ball game, it's a sports ball sport. Uh, <laughs> do you score? Do you do you score points? <laughs> There's a. <laughs> And the, yeah, yeah. You know what? You have a ball. You throw it between three of your characters. There's in your roster. There's about seven or eight characters you choose from. Yeah, it's actually fun and pretty good. I think a lot of people do get a bit frustrated with it, just because it's you know I don't know sports within video games sometimes feel a bit misplaced. This one, the more you play it, the better it gets, especially as you get to know your different characters and their movesets. Like it's really worth putting in the time. And that story, the story is so good. So to get to the story, you got to play through these sports ball sections. So yes. And my one of my ultimate video favorite video game characters of all time is in it. So she's an icon. Shit, the fuck is her name? I cannot <laughs> believe it. Flop, fake, fraud. <laughs> like, what's her name? Oh, mind your profanities. <laughs> oh, profanities? Me. Wait. In front of Santa. Bertrude. Bertrude. Bog wench yes. Bertrude, who's Amazing. an icon. And um, she's like this old bog wench. She has like a huge like cloak and she has like horns and she has like gross hands and she's... Um, she's an amazing sports ball player. Um, she is great. So yes, yes. Pia, um, is the is the game called something? I feel like it They're is called rights. Rights. Right. Thank you, Santa. Lots of love to you, Santa. Santa knows. Well, Santa thinks that Pia has one of the most interesting mechanics in a game like that, where the more you use your best players, the quicker you lose them. Yes, yeah, Santa. Because they ascend to heaven or wherever the fuck they go. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> I can't. I literally can't. <laughs> Don't worry. We're nearly done. You just have to stick with me for another 10 minutes. I promise. Okay. Both brilliant. Excellent. Uh, I mean, for Mike specifically, try Descenders. Also very good uh, indie game involving a bike. Okay. Next call. Next caller. <laughs> I have to remember to do this one. You're right, Santa. It's me, Father Dringus Goblin. Oh! <laughs> Oh my god! Yes! Now, you may be thinking, didn't you die recently, Father? (laughs) Didn't you fall down a flight of stairs because Liam couldn't be bothered to keep you going as a character in the very episode you're introduced? Oh, And, well, to be completely honest, I'm not entirely sure. Technically, my appearance here confirms some kind of connected universe of characters that exist between podcast (gasps) realities. The Indieverse! The Indiever, I can't respond to you on the phone call. Oh, yes, sorry. (laughs) I'm in an ethereal place. (laughs) 
Uh, sorry, I just I heard a voice echo out from wherever I am. <laughs> this doesn't provide any clarity as to whether I'm alive or not, because this podcast is sort of a reboot, but is also maybe a spiritual successor, like a soft sequel. Am I a different incarnation of the same character, a continuation of the original, wrenched from the depths of hell like a ghoul, resurrected to shuffle and scream like the result of a rancid hex made by a bad necromancer? It really doesn't matter. Stop thinking about it. You know what I think might help distract me from my long night shivering and wailing about the horrific, uncaring void in which my soul was trapped in between podcasts? A nice story. I'd like a game with a nice story in it, thanks. Kindest regards, Father Dringus Godlyman, deceased. Which is a joke that worked better when these were letters and not audio recordings. <laughs> right, well, there we are. There's, there's fan favourite, Father oh, Dringus yeah. Godlyman. Oh. I do have a nice story-rich game for the father who's trapped in a limbo of his own creation to suffer for an eternity. What an icon. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yes, well, the, the, person, what an icon. the person who commented, Justice for Father Dringus. Um, <gasps> there you go, there it is, Justice. Oh, that's, yes, that one person's going to be very... I'm still doing the Dringus voice. <laughs> that one person will be very similar that's to very sim- Oh my God. <gasps> oh, Santa no. and Dringus Godlyman. Holy... Well, same person? I've never seen them in the same room. No, that's very true. Good point, oh, good point. doing it again. Santa, Santa. Oh, okay, right. Come on. This is, this is long, in, it was long in the tooth 20 minutes ago. What about these story games? Yeah, Rebecca, go for it. Oh, you right. go do, first. You ever, do you ever just like zone back in and realise that we're recording a podcast and you're like, oh shit. Every time. Uh, yes. I just had that moment, um, but I'm okay. I, we, we can press on. Yeah, a non-cursed choice from me for once. And this was a really hard one to choose. You'd think that I would, I would be all set up to come in with the story-heavy recommendations, but I know so many story-heavy games that I really struggled. And I eventually, through a series of criteria so arcane I can't actually remember what I applied, decided that Gone Home would be the perfect game. Yeah. That's a good choice. I mean, mean, yes, very good. Love that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, oh, yeah, okay. So I didn't want to recommend another visual novel, um... I didn't want to recommend anything particularly horror-y or particularly romance because I feel like those are the things I lean on all the time. So I went for Walking Sim, another genre that gets a lot of crap sometimes for being not as interactive as things where you get to shoot people. And it is slightly like horror-tinged and ultimately is about a romance. So I broke all of my own rules while, while sticking to them. Um, <laughs> also, like genuinely, I think Gone Home is a slightly different pick from the rest that I've chosen just because it's it's kind of almost a foundational text of like indie kind of going back to what we talked about last time indie success stories <laughs> so yeah yeah um but you can now pick it up for a lot cheaper than when it was new it still holds up it's still good fun gone home get get spooked by that one jump scare and the rest of the time it's actually quite a sweet story yeah, I feel like in terms Wonderful of like choice. indie history, Gone Home is definitely like a staple and a mm-hmm. turning point mm. in like if you're into like I don't know the history of indie games and whatever and like I, I don't know, Gone Home is like one of the most pinnacle games to come out in the last like I don't know decade. No, it's a bit older than that. It's a bit. I, I think it's twenty twenty twelve or thirteen. I can't remember, but it's Ooh. about ten years old. So. Okay, in the in the last de- decade, like in terms of it being a walking sim, in terms of it being like 
like a queer story. Yeah, also I totally thought it was a horror game and I was really scared and then was like, oh, this actually is just an empty house with, with a great story. Um, mm. <laughs> and I was scared for nothing. But yes, uh, that's a really good pick. Um, God, what about you, to, Rachel? I need to play that again. So oh, my right. pick is, I was same as you. I was like, there's a lot of really good games out there with like a good story and that's very much our thing. So I went with Chicory, which is for me oh. in terms of like, in like depth and length, because this is quite long for an indie game. It's around 10 hours. Um, not, long, not long for an indie game, but it's like, it's like a 10 hour heavy story um, in which you play as a cute uh, character, like a dog character who you can choose their name. <laughs> I, I think mine was called Pancakes. I think that might be the one that everyone, like the one that's in there at the beginning. I think I went with that one. Anyway, you play as a little poochie called Pancakes who comes across a magical paintbrush. The idea with this game is that as you explore its black and white world, you can paint onto it with a paintbrush. You can, with your mouse, just draw whatever you like. Um, and that's great. It's that That's a cute um, idea for a game. But um, watch out for your... It's emotionally, probably one of the most emotionally damaging games possibly you've ever played. Uh, so don't be fooled by its incredibly cute art style. This game is about being a creative. It's about doubt. It's about loss. It's about you as a person. It's about sex, sex, sex. sex. <laughs> it's about self, self-actualization in terms of you as a creator and the work you put out. <laughs> it's one of these games in which you, people, different people play it and you, you think it's like about you. Like people take different things from it, especially if you're a creator and like, who isn't, who isn't a creative soul? And this game speaks a lot to the worries and the challenges that come with being someone who is, yeah, an artist or a creator. And yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much, the story, but it is really, really good and heartfelt. It's also an RPG. So there are boss fights, there are side quests, there are different regions. Uh, It's just, the scale is great. The story in terms of scale is also great. And yeah, this is one that you want to put a decent, decent amount of time into to really sink into it. Like, yeah, Chicory, A Colourful Tale. It's uh, £17, so a bit over the £15, £15 limit. But honestly, I think just for the breadth of it, it's that's totally fine. And yeah, nine hours. And it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, nice. then it's on there I mean, for you to play it. But yeah, Chicory. In- in oh, Venice, I was the one who said fifteen pounds. That was never part of the rule. That was no, just my. <laughs> I had that. Well, I was thinking as well because for me, stocking stuffers is like under ten, under the ten hour mark. Maybe the five mm. to six hour being a sweet spot, and then yeah, the fifteen quid as well. I think that's a really good quid. point. I had not considered game length, so. But this mm. is a bit. This is one of the longer ones that I've chosen, just because like I think you could like dash through it, but there's so much to this game if you like take your time and like consider its themes. Like I, I am, I'm a terrible, um, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I have a terrible habit of consuming oh. indies. <laughs> um, Santa's unhinged, chaotic energy <laughs> is rubbing off on me. <laughs> um, I, um, uh, I have a terrible habit of consuming a lot of indies very quickly. Uh, sometimes I'll play an indie game. And we'll completely forget about it or like, I won't let it sink in. And Chicory is one of those games where I started playing it and I knew I needed time, waited and then played it uh, over the course of like, I don't know, a month. 
And yeah, it was well worth it. It's just a beautiful game. So there you go, Santa and uh, uh, Father, <laughs> the same person, the same person. And uh, another wonderful uh, indie <laughs> duology um, for a very sad man, two very sad games. <laughs> So oh, uh, brilliant. I, I really am not regretting just giving you the basic genres and not the context. <laughs> okay, we have one last audio recording uh, because Santa's lungs are burning. And this is going to be the worst, the worst one oh, for, no. for Santa. It's all the cigarettes. Right. Here we go. Honestly. So many marble lights. Although saying that, that's implying that I'm not playing these out of WhatsApp, but I'm beaming them out of my own mouth. Um, almost like I have the capacity of speaking the voices of the people who send me letters. Oh, that's an additional bit of Christmas God, lore for you all there. Anyway, Jesus, like Siren Head. <laughs> like, yes, I'm I'm Christmas Siren Head. Uh, <laughs> oh my! Right, I God. need to move back from the microphone here. Oh, oh what is, no! What is happening? What oh is God! Happening? Headphones, headphone check, headphone check. Everyone, <laughs> uh, listeners, headphone check. Turn it down. Turn the volume down. <laughs> Liam has moved away from the light microphone. I mean, Santa has. Okay, we're ready. Okay, we're braced. Hello, Santa. It's me. Big John the Baby. Can I, I don't know if I can it. <laughs> oh my God. What is happening? <laughs> Why? Excellent question, Rachel. <laughs> As you're no doubt well aware, I am a massive 18-month-year-old baby the size of a house. <laughs> it's the butt. It's the, it's the, the power in the butt. The, the bees. The This is a bad voice for me to do. Who's about to celebrate a second Christmas on this miserable earth? My stupid fucking parents keep giving me a bloody iPad to watch instead of letting me sample the wonderful world of indie games. They think my soft pudding-like brain is only capable of watching Spider-Man kiss Elsa or whatever shit is on YouTube. But they couldn't be more wrong. This Christmas, I would quite like all of us to play a game together in front of the telly, like in the 90s, which was fucking ages ago. But I feel nostalgic about it anyway, because the author is present in their work, no matter how detached they appear to be. That's called media literacy. Look it up. In a book, not on Google. Have you used the internet recently? It's a fucking nightmare. Don't recommend me a AAA game. I was burned too hard by cyberpunk, and that came out a year before I was even conceived. <laughs> Catch you later, big fella. John! Wow. Well, that, that was... That was... That was big John the baby. I won't lie. That's made me feel faint. Me too. Um, I was even scared. <laughs> I'm scared of big John the baby. It's the size of a house. You know what? I like his attitude. I do. Oh, oh if, I don't know. if you could... Um, if you could uh, recommend big John the no. baby... Again. Yeah, no. <laughs> An indie game to play with their parents. Oh, look at that smooth. Uh, that would be brilliant. Um, any any recommendations for couch co-op games? What did I even give you? Get something to play something with loved to play ones with loved is what ones. I said. And oh. since I'm basically allergic to multiplayer, obviously I, I stretch that prompt as far as it could possibly go. But that's actually fine now that I know that I'm talking to a literal baby who probably doesn't have like the fine motor <laughs> controls required. I, Rebecca, I love you so much. I love how you take the fact that this baby is a baby. <laughs> look, look, look. I like some of the things he had to say. I think we'll get on. 
But like, we got to accept the limitations <laughs> imposed upon us by Big oh. John, the house-sized eighteen-month-old baby. <laughs> Hey, I want you both to know that this is the way I always wanted to die. This is unhappy. Oh, God. I mean, like, ready to pass. frankly, three three people close to me have had babies this year and, you know, I love them all dearly, but also none of them are as interesting as Big John, the media literate, 18-month-old <laughs> size of a house. So, frankly, catch up, babies. And once... <laughs> Shout out to all the babies. Get yeah. good. Yeah. Get good. I'm sorry. Like, if you are listening, I love, I love you guys. Like, and, and you know, parents, oh. please don't stop listening. Um, because You're I baby your listening? baby. Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> Big John. The baby. Um, it's gonna beat you up. Yes, it's gonna beat I me did. Up. I did pick a game, and you know what? I stand by it. I think Big John's yes. gonna enjoy this one. Oh, um, because I thought about the games that I like to play with my loved ones over Christmas, and we're not big on multiplayer like couch mm. co-op or whatever but we do like to get together over a good mystery game that we can collaborate on to solve Ooh. as a as a family. Which is why I went through all of my mystery games and I've chosen Baker Street Breakouts, which just came out. Um, <laughs> and which I would love to play with my family this Christmas. And I think John, clearly a clever baby, can like shout solutions, presumably from the plot of land next to the family home that he occupies, right? He can shout those solutions yep. through the living room window while everyone else is controlling. Liam is actively yep. dying. I'm slightly worried that I've <laughs> pushed this too far. <laughs> You just you, you've got a really serious suggestion of yeah. just going to try and I, look. It's the thing is, it's all the same to me. I've reached this state of nirvana in my life where serious and non-serious are the same, and I love this. This is where I live mentally the entire time. It oh, it's half nine at night. It's been a hell of a week. I'm in my element. Big John, <laughs> Baker Street Breakouts. Yes, there's an hour-long time limit, but you know what? You're a baby. Your perception of time means that that'll feel like absolutely ages. You can solve it. I believe in you. Sherlock Holmes-themed escape room, point-and-click adventure game. You've got this. You and your are your family giants as well. I need more context, but you've got this. I don't. I don't want to know anything more about Big John the Baby. <laughs> I want all the Big John the Baby lore. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I mean, there's two very different requests for Santi there. So uh, Santee. whatever you'd like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a good one. My, my recommendation <sighs> is uh, I didn't go with multiplayer either because, I don't know, I'm just not, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not over Big John the baby. <laughs> I wish I had your sense of calm, Rebecca. I'm so oh. fucking scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> Jesus God. This is oh. supposed to be a good time. Um, and it's a great time instead, aren't we, Lucky? <laughs> My recommendation to Big John the Baby is Little Gator Game, which isn't a multiplayer, but it's a very nice baby's first uh, RPG adventure in which you play as a little crocodile running around um just doing little rpg quests but it's it's kind of like it's like a baby's first rpg like an introduction to the mechanics that come with you know stuff that you've seen like in zelda and stuff it's very cute it's adorable it's nice for you to play like if you have kids it's definitely a good game for you to play with your kids or your grandparents even whoever is not very game literate but even if you are like it's just a fun cozy time three hours long it's a really good time Big John the baby, if you don't enjoy it, please don't come for me. Uh, <laughs> Jesus God. 
I feel like Big John the Baby's fist alone could like complete utterly wipe me out. Oh, his, yes. his fist is Abs- much the size absolutely. of me. Five five foot six fist to my body. Yes. All my bones. And he, he's killed before, he'll kill again. But thank you very much for your recommendations. <laughs> I'm sure that will sate Big John's hunger for oh, another God. year. I, I just want, I'm going to break character for a second. My, like, my fingers went numb there. Oh, because I was my laughing God. Oh, no. When I wasn't coughing, I was laughing. Oh, no. And I think I genuinely couldn't breathe. But anyway, yes. Anyway, sorry, Santa, Dringus, fuck me. <laughs> Why? Do thanks, you listen to this? Thanks, Santa. Thank you. You're very welcome. Christmas well, spirit. Thank you to all the Indieverse characters for their appearance today. Yes, thank you. Oh, the, the Liam Richardson cinematic universe really came out in full force this evening. Well, best, best for me to shoot on off up the chimney, get myself back to the North Pole um, and, and, you know, get these games delivered to where they need to be. This is such a Boris Johnson impression and I don't know why it's gone full bojo, but here we are. <laughs> right, time for me to let Liam out of his rat trap cage and c- continue with your podcast. <laughs> you know what? I haven't listened to it yet. I listened to one episode of In Discovery and I thought it was quite nice. Um, personally, I'm more of a fan of the IGN UK podcast. Anyway, bye! What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You all right? It's it's me. It's Liam. I'm back again. Rachel's gonna fight Santa and possibly a giant baby. Oh, why? It's, it's what all happened? Good. It's fine. A giant baby. Well, Where that sounds like been? fun and frolics for all the family. As long as you're over twenty eight, as established in the intro. <laughs> <sighs> I fucking regret that. I I honestly do. Oh. I feel I feel like I need to you like okay, you're gonna come home. Are you all no, right? I'm not, I'm not okay at all. <laughs> I'm you're just gonna come. I'm gonna be shaking. I'm gonna be just like drooling and sweating. I'm gonna. What happened to you? I recorded a podcast. <laughs> It cost me everything. (laughs) Right. uh, Well, somehow you two managed to actually give some very good gaming recommendations there. So um, well done to both of you. A Herculean effort. uh, That was great fun. I regret nothing about choosing (sighs) all of my picks based on a very short prompt that then spun out into a much larger context that I didn't know when I made the choice. It's great. (laughs) But they all worked. They all worked hilariously well. I love having to think on my feet desperately so that a giant baby doesn't punch me through a wall. It's great. (laughs) God. I made myself laugh with Big John the Baby so much when I wrote it. At one point, everyone was called John. Uh, (laughs) It's a peek behind the curtain. (laughs) But I changed that quite fast. It was when you moved away from the mic... I fucking knew. I was like, "What's going? Something's gonna happen. <laughs> Something's gonna happen." Oh no! Um, Sorry, well, I lo- love to activate a fight or flight response yeah. in you. Rachel. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I was like, "Oh dear!" Time for another unhinged hour of shenanigans, and God knows what the fuck else was gonna do. Right? Yes, Christmas dinner. Yes, it's, yep. it's Christmas Day. Imagine. Oh, how, how quaint, how lovely. <laughs> it's festive. Christmas Day. You, you've organised a Christmas dinner. Great. A, a table as big as your house. Not like John the Baby big, but like <laughs> wide. <laughs> Lots of chairs gathered. You've been cooking for hours and hours. And it's yep. time to invite the guests. Well, we've established this, but Rebecca's already got a preemptive list of guests. I do. I don't. So I'm going to be very much (laughs) going through my WhatsApp address, uh, like WhatsApp list being like, you, 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 mass text, come over. 
So yeah, who who are we inviting to our indie character game indie game character Christmas dinner table? And why? And who are we shunning? Because there's a fair few characters I would not. They would knock at my door. I would I'd look through the peek through letterbox and I wouldn't I'd pretend to be out. Try I try and pretend to be out, even though there'd be music playing <laughs> and lights yeah. on. Christmas and lights on. Christmas day. Very as, as you as you open the letterbox to look at that little prick from Braid, <laughs> you can just say. hear Jonah Louis stop the cavalry booming out. <laughs> and then you open the door and, and kick that little monster. You know what? As far as he can go. I would open the letterbox to peek. And he's just the right height for the letterbox. <laughs> so it'd just be his eyeballs staring back into my own. Look him directly in the eye. And I would oh. I'd have to let him in then. But you know what? He's, oh. Yeah, the boy, the little preppy boy from Braid, absolutely not. Yeah. He's not coming in anywhere no, near my Christmas not. dinner. If we're just starting off with him, fuck him. <laughs> I would run him off with my car. Rebecca, who... who um, yes, let's do this list. <laughs> like Dale's grandmother. <laughs> What, uh, who is you? You mentioned Dale's grandmother and then asked me a question. I can't deal with it. <laughs> who would you invite to your? Because you've got a list. I want yeah. you to go first so I can, I can I, think because I haven't made I any notes for this section. Wrote an organized list. Um, Inc- only five, incredible. only five people invited because it's not my, my house isn't, isn't huge. So you'd go for like a little cozy affair. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, it's quite nice. It's quite cozy. So, Cute. and I have, I have reasons. For who I've invited, they're all unhinged reasons, but I have my reasons. Where shall I start? Oh my god! Do you ever realise how unhinged your own thinking was, and then that you're going to actually have to go and Liam? make it make sense? Yeah, are you Liam? saying that to me after the last I hour? Am. I really, is that a joke? I really am. Ooh. It is a bit of a joke, to be honest, isn't it? Would it be better if we if we did the prompts and then you could answer? Them, I, or do you, you want to list them? I think I should list them yeah, quickly. Quickly list go them over quick, them yeah, and just them. be like, okay, so first two picks. Arrive as a pair, maybe as a couple, not sure. Depends Ooh, on which okay. depends on which universe we're looking at. But you know I've always got okay. to have some monster prom people here, right? It's my favourite. I've always <laughs> yeah. got monster prom I people. I thought the five of was course. the whole monster prom. It's just all the monster yeah. prom. Um, I for my very select Christmas dinner, I've just got Damien and Liam because they star in the Christmas route where you learn about Catalan Christmas traditions. And I Ooh, thought that would be really sweet. cool. It'd be really cool. They would tell you a lot about the the Kaganer and all of the all of the interesting things that happen in a traditional Catalan Christmas, and that would be really nice. So that's a really good thoughtful here. Reason. They are. Mm. Um, next, I have a visual. A visual. Oh, that she has a visual. Two people get to enjoy, and everyone else gets to imagine. Um, because last Christmas in my real life. Um, I got home to my parents' house to celebrate Christmas, and this this lovely lady was actually waiting for me there. And I got to introduce my new my new wife to oh. my to my parents. Oh. This is Lynetta from Sucker for Love, represented in plushy form. She's um, so cute. That's an amazing plush. It's such a, it's a makeshift plush. They do great plushies. They are great. Those great plushies. plushies. Yeah. But yeah, I literally because. It was late and I'm weird. Went downstairs with it and said, Mum, Dad, I want you to meet my fiance. Um, <laughs> they didn't quite know what to do about that. But yeah, she's a Cthulhu lady with pink hair. Um, oh, she's so cute. Her eyes. So, oh, I know, she's so gorgeous. Nice. So she's here meeting the family so nice. again. Um, I've also, because I've just finished playing it, I decided I would like to invite the kid from Full Void, the unnamed child protagonist of Full Void, because they need, they need a square meal after everything they've oh, been God. through. <laughs> so they're here. Bless the heart. And finally, and this actually, I um, 
would like to shout out friend of the podcast Mick for this suggestion because I was like four people doesn't seem Mick, like enough Mick, Mick. help me with one more and he made the really good point that the player character from Journey just looks super Christmassy they're basically a Christmas tree oh yeah they oh, do oh that is a good one you know they've got the lovely scarf they're all like reds and golds and like white stripes and stuff in their outfit they just sing lovely chimes all the time they would be a really that. Christmassy companion so those are my those are my five dinner guests that's such <laughs> such good choices. I love that is really good. <laughs> As always, you have you've thought about this in like a practical, and you're gonna have a great Christmas dinner. You're gonna have an amazing Christmas. Yeah, dinner. I, I did realize once I'd finished uh, making the list that only maybe two of my guests can actually eat food, but <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Well, if anything, you just get more stuff to pick out on Christmas Day yeah. evening, which is always the best time to have. Absolutely. Christmas dinner in our house lasts about three days, so... That is a really good list. Also, <laughs> Incredible one list. of our prompts was who would be, like, the best dressed. And as an example, oh. I gave the Fleabag jumpsuit. Your Cthulhu girlfriend Isn't would she wearing thousand. Almost the exact same turn That's up in the Fleabag jumpsuit. I have jumpsuit. got for that prompt. You better believe it. I'm like, look Absolutely. at my wife. Look at her dress. That yeah. is so good. <laughs> Can, can you read out some of the prompts and then, because I forgot what the prompts were. So, <laughs> yes. Honestly, I front loaded all of my effort into the first half of this podcast. I, I apologize so no, much. I have the prompts. I will read them out. So that one, actually, we can start with that one. So your Cthulhu girlfriend also would dress the most amazing ever. Who else do we think would come? And not to show off, they just naturally dress super great. I'm having a little look through my steel frog detective <laughs> he just comes in like a full-on nah. suit I, well, you know what absolutely yes. would absolutely yes. would this is that. where me and you share the same brain because i was thinking pepino spaghetti from pizza tower for oh, some reason but like God. in like in like a suit and tails doing like that goofy smiley does when you open the door like it plays like the Duh! noise when you open the door <laughs> like <laughs> Is that that's the chef? Yeah, that's the main he'd character. Be yeah, the chef, yeah. He'd be you reckon he'd be cooking? Would he be would he cook pizza for Christmas dinner? And would that be acceptable? Well, I sort of feel like I've I've like the best cooks in my family, we never went to theirs for Christmas dinner. So maybe that was Ooh, just a, a I, thing in my family. I've but... had pizza for Christmas dinner. So I can confirm it does sound good to it's be a fair. it's a good yeah. choice. I had it because my dad worked shifts, so sometimes Christmas Day of wasn't course. Christmas Day. So we would uh, we would have Christmas Day on another day, and on Christmas Day, me and my mum would have pizza. Oh, that's interesting. That's we used to do the same. We used to have Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. We still do sometimes. Nice. Just because yeah. it nice. works out a bit better. Yeah. Because it's just makes like. Sense. And also, you don't have to cook on Christmas Day. You can just relax and eat a whole tin of Quality Streets and not feel like you have to cook oh, anything afterwards. Dream. Good choice. Good oh, choice. We could have we assigned the Quality Street sweets to indie game characters next time next, next year. year next year oh, that's next christmas <laughs> next, christmas. next christmas who's the green triangle and why why are they a flop and it's probably the braid kid okay moving on actually i <laughs> oh but who's the toffee coin who's the toffee coin though this is this well that's the that's toffee the... coin is the mvp right is we can it? all agree on that yeah i, I think so. i'm partial to obviously i'm vegan so i don't eat them anymore but i am partial to um the uh caramel one the purple Come one. That one's good. And then mm. when they released yep. like just the the ones with the cat, yeah, ah, that's great. Yeah, okay, right. Cool. So, yep. <laughs> right. Let me go through this list. Okay, okay. Yep. Who brings the most expensive wine as a weak, a weak flex? And then on top of that, um, won't we'll st- we'll stop going on about it. And we're still going about 
Oh, the vineyard it's from. Oh, you should go there. No, I'm going to have bottom shelf wine. I don't need you all in my business telling me what wine to get. And this is not from two experiences. Who's doing that? Oh, for sure the hipster vampire from Monster Prom. And the most galling yes. part is he can't even drink the wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good that's one. good. That's very good. Yeah, he's given that energy. Lot- mm. I-, I feel like Veronica Valenci from Overboard. I bring her up a lot just because I think Yes. She, she, she's just, she would literally be that person. She's like, a boozy bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know what? Do you know though what? The wine would be so fucking good. Mm. She would not tell a lie. Yeah. No. I'd it'd be like, like, you know 19, what? 1920s wine. Yeah. It'd be like, mm. yeah. It would be good wine, but would it be worth what you had to go through to get it? She'd yeah, kill that like combo, one or two people chat. at the dinner table, but. Yeah. yeah. So, would, so would Vampire Liam. I think that if yeah, <laughs> just okay. complete decimation of the guest list by the time you even get <laughs> True. Yeah, I'm thinking of games where you drink alcohol. So definitely the barman from Red Strings would be all about that. Love him, but also can you not stop going on about how amazing this wine is? Um, What are the Valhalla, the characters from that, where you make cocktails, the barman person from that. Anyone who like works with alcohol or anything. Some, I mean, I don't know. It can go two ways. Actually, I feel like the bar person from... Valhalla and from Red Strings, their their um, recommendations would be legit. I feel like the the girl from Overboard. I don't actually think she could be lying. I could see that she would like want to uh, like as someone who's a bit of a swindler. I could see That's her being like, "This point. is this is the best wine ever," and it's like you pull oh. the label back and it's like something stuck on the it's top. It's Lambrini underneath or whatever. Ugh. Oh, oh, not oh, Lambrini! Wow. Okay, who's bringing Lambrini? I d- see. I don't think she'd be that. <laughs> do you know though, what? But who is? Do you know who Lambrini? I think would do that more than Veronica? I think King Dice from Cuphead. I can imagine him like, <gasps> and the way he'd like yes. present it, and like the label would slightly flop off, and he'd like push it back on. And... Oh, I can literally oh, imagine the animation. For yeah, that. you can see <laughs> it, can't you? Oh my god! Yeah, that pencil mustache tells a lot. Says a lot. Yeah. Who? <laughs> who's arriving drunk? Who has not even stepped through the door and is already off their tits? And why is it <laughs> Harry from Disco Elysium? Oh, oh yeah, no, it's definitely it's Harry, Harry from Disco Elysium. Yes. Yeah, this question was definitely for him. Bless him. And I, I think he would be up for, like in Christmas spirits. Like I genuinely think he'd be trying, like wanting to have a good time, but he'd be so off his face. And Kim would be there. Love Kim. Absolutely. Kim yeah. would be oh, like, is, is there a plus one? Be like, honest, mm. is the situation where you wanted to invite Kim, but you knew you had to invite <laughs> Harry as well. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Yes. It's like, oh, I invite Absolutely. Kim. Can I bring a plus one? Oh, oh yeah. is it going to be? Oh, you can't really like say no at this point. Yeah. And then oh, you put a good track on and then Harry's all up in the like singing to the music. <laughs> oh, but what, what Christmas song would he sing to though? Like what's the <gasps> worst Christmas song to like get up and sing? Is it a Spaceman Came Traveling? Because it's like it's not. Oh it's not like no! You know what it is. Like into it. It's it's surely um, the power of love. That's a oh, that is yeah. a that it's is it'd be something of on to butcher at karaoke. So yeah, very good point. Mm. But yeah, he's definitely up there. Is there anyone else we think would arrive absolutely smashed? <laughs> Um, well, my, my my brain is so COVID riddled that all I could think of is Tim the terrible boy from Braid. He would definitely turn <laughs> up. Well, Tim, slam the door. We're not home. His name's Tim. I googled it. <laughs> I okay. Tim's out oh, there. You're great. Tim, but for Tim this character, boy. Tim the terrible boy, like just Tim. Tim the terrible boy. Stop. Tim's need respect. <sighs> 
<laughs> they need more respect Tim's than this brave too little long. boy. Tim's have been disrespectful. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan Blow. John Blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. I, I'm scrolling. I'm, I'm scrolling. <laughs> Let me see. Is there anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a drink at a Christmas party, okay? Who needs a fucking... And, and no kids from Full Void. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Just, just. Who him. needs a drink? Ooh. Oh, my um, god. The the last from On Guard. She would be such a hoot at a Christmas dinner. Oh, she'd be the oh. best she, at a Christmas she'd party. She'd drink good fucking wine. She would. What's yeah. her name? No, Amelia. Let me quickly check. Yeah, oh, her gosh. and her pirate GF as well. Both of them are welcome. They'd get into a fucking sword swashbuckling fight on the. They would like on, on the, the table. table. Oh my goodness. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. I can picture oh. Adi- Adelia. Adelia, yeah. De Volador. Absolutely, they'd be fighting on the table. As long as they don't knock over the food. As long as this is after. Maybe like when oh, yeah. you know, Christmas pudding's on there and no one gives a shit if that gets knocked oh, over. Yeah, like, when her boot just like absolutely like bunting yeah. like a, a full Christmas pudding off the table. I. I saw an eyebrow raise there when I said that, Rebecca. Are you are you a Christmas pudding liker? Um, I no, not particularly. Don't hate it. Oh, okay, that's all right then. Good. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was probably just. I was probably still on the sapphic sword fight in my mind, and that's probably where the eyebrow raise came from. If that I'm being was honest, a, that was a sapphic Absolutely eyebrow incredible. raise. <laughs> uh, sorry, I need to stop going off on tangents in my brain. We're recording this. It's happening now. Absolutely not. <laughs> but also, can you please stop bringing up sapphic sword fights if you want me to stay in the room, please? I mean, nope. Okay, <laughs> never. <laughs> I, I think if, if I know someone who needs a drink, and this is from recency bias because I've just finished it, is James Savage from El Paso Elsewhere. Oh like, my God, that, that needs man needs to sit drink. the fuck down. And he yeah. needs to fucking <laughs> chill, have a glass of nice wine, Merlot. It's a nice sherry. God, oh, a and a long sherry. hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs to be put yeah. to bed early. He needs an early fucking night. A little, little kiss on the forehead. A little kiss, a little kiss on the forehead. Sweet, little sweet dreams. Sweet gems. prince, please rest. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we need to fuck it. We're going to talk about that game. Um. Oh, in the in the yearly roundup. Absolutely. I'll be talking about that next week. You better believe it. Yeah. Um. Uh, cute. Uh. Okay. Anyone else for <laughs> any drink related situations? Alcohol. <laughs> drink related situation. If not, we can move on to another liquid situation. <laughs> yeah, I think move on. Yeah. I think it's pretty Which, demonic to turn up drunk, but I also don't think it's a big deal if you're a demon. So I think you can just like... Yeah, it's a pass. Move along, yeah, move along. Fair. Okay, um, someone who you sit down for your Christmas meal, you know, you have a nice bit of gravy, but this person decimates your hard work with gravy. But like, like, okay, yeah, we all have gravy. I get it. But like, does your food have to be fucking swimming in gravy? Like, come on, who's who? It's an insult. <laughs> It's an insult on the chef. Who is insulting you and your Christmas cooking? Who is doing that? I, because I didn't prep, my first thought was Freddy Fazbear. So can someone else take oh, <laughs> Freddy Fazbear would be respectful. He would respect the work you've put in. He would mm. not, he would not insult he would. you. What? Which, okay, which Freddy are you thinking of? I'm thinking uh, Five Nights. Because he's like nice now. He's not scary anymore. What? He's a nice he's boy. Has this moved on since I last yeah, paid attention? In, in the recent game, you actually, um, he's like a character you play as him and stuff. What? I am mm-hmm. so behind. Glam, uh, isn't he called Glam Rock Freddy? Yeah, that's oh, the one. Is that Glam different Rock from Freddy Fazbear? I'm so sorry. I don't know my FNAF lore, but he's cute 
cute in the newer one. He's nice. Yeah, all right. Okay, cool. Oh, well, original I, Freddy Original Freddy, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, ep- this episode feels career ending, doesn't it? Have you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Okay, but like if he consumed gravy, that would get all up in his electronic parts and he would like die. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would. Yeah. Imagine mm. him just like fizzing out yeah, and like and- just like glitching <gasps> at the dinner table. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool actually. Oh. Also, is it is it Freddy Fazbear the animatronic or is it the soul of a murdered child that inhabits it that wants to put the gravy? Oh, animatronic. On okay, cool. Wait, is that is that the story of is that the plot of um, Wait, you don't know? Oh holy shit. Okay, sorry. Spoilers for the recent movie that I have not seen, but that is based on the Okay, okay, nine year old game. That actually I'm familiar pretty, with. pretty good. I <laughs> really it? like the story. Yeah, it's like this this like this like story about a group of kids. Oh god, I'm gonna fuck this up. If there's any FNAF people out there, I am so fucking sorry. But it's like the idea that there was like a bunch of kids who got murdered and the murderers stuffed their bodies into the suits of animatronics and now their souls occupy, the different souls oh occupy God. the different and animatronics. And that's why the Five Nights at Freddy's. And it's all spun up from that. There's like lore about the purple guy, the security guard, oh. the bite of 80, whatever. Like there's like a whole oh, history. Oh, the bite of 87. I've yes. seen that on TikTok. Yeah, there's, yes, there's okay. so much. I don't <laughs> but know that's, Yeah, that's generally the thing about like, it. Yeah. But there's a lot of FNAF lore. What Rebecca said, though, about, like, souls occupying... Because the the kids have names, so I don't know which one occupies Freddy. It might be the main kid. I think it's the owner's son. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Wow, I'm going to have to research. I might go hard on FNAF lore. Okay, but this is good Christmas dinner talk, though. FNAF lore? FNAF FNAF lore? Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd be into that. Hey, Grandma, have you heard of the Bite of 87? (laughs) (laughs) And then Grandma <laughs> turns and goes, or, 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 bringing it back. I do no. that every week. <laughs> that would be really cool. Um, oh my goodness. That is <laughs> any, other, any, any other gravy guzzlers out there? Oh man. <laughs> I, I mean, like I gravy, think but, from, from, my, from my select guest list, I feel like all gross and like slightly insulting and disgusting food stuff goes to Damien, the demon boy, who will just, you know. Yeah. It is, it is to insult it. you, but it's also because... He probably would enjoy food swimming in an unpalatable amount of gravy. Yeah, he'd ask for a bowl. He'd yeah. ask for a bowl. Yeah, for sure. And like, the more upset everyone got about it, the more he would want to do it. I yeah, I feel like Sans for Undertale would absolutely decimate his 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 uh, dinner in gravy. Like, absolutely, oh, it literally yeah. would just be a cup of gravy. Oh. I think he would. He, Sans from Undertale would rec- would actually like request just a cup of gravy. He wouldn't like <laughs> eat actually any solid human food. Mm. Do you not think papyrus would be more likely to pour a bucket of gravy rather than sand? See, I thought about papyrus, but he's definitely more spaghetti-centred. So he's more of a sauce, a sauce lad, where I would think... Right. <laughs> a so sauce he lad. Wouldn't... <laughs> he's more saucy. But I, I think it's a good call, though. It could be either one. The only thing I think Sans would do it because he knew it would annoy you. <laughs> he knew ah, okay, Sans would do good. it to piss me the fuck off. Sans absolutely like would do that. that. Okay. Papyrus would be respectful and actually doing it in a way in which he he actually means it. Sans yeah, would do it to like, get There's on my two tits. ways to interpret this, right? There's the one where you actually do just love gravy and want more gravy, yeah. and there's the one where it's like a passive commentary on the cooking skills of the person who made Christmas dinner, and so the yeah. prompt can yeah. be read two different ways. Also, for the, I think Papyrus would fit this next one, which is the person who would wear their Christmas cracker hat until the very end of yep, the night. That's brilliant. Like, those people, yep. 
are champs. I know this because I, I do not take my Christmas cracker hat off until the absolute last moment, before bed even. Do you know? Oh, absolutely. I, I love it. I love a Christmas cracker hat. I love them. A crown for a queen. <laughs> I have extremely strong feelings about this one. <gasps> Extremely strong feelings. Okay. See, at first, at first, I was like, okay, so the kid from Full Void will keep their hat on, right? Because they're desperately searching to recapture the sense of family that they lost in the fall. And also because Aww. they've endured far worse physical torment than just having that itchy hat on for the, the entire meal. this game, but Rebecca? Then I realised... this episode? <laughs> I really course. feel like I need to know more about this game. I have a sad story about Christmas uh, cracker hats. Um, you, you both might not know this about me, but I've got an unusually large head. Um, which which Yolly likes to laugh at me all the time for to the point where this is genuine. Um, no Christmas hat has ever fit my head without oh. ripping immediately. Oh no! Um, so since about the age of like nineteen, when my head just grew to an unusual size for some reason, okay. uh, I've never been able to wear them. Uh, and it's a, it's a matter of of great great shame for me. I'd love to know what Rachel's googling right now. <laughs> XL Christmas cracker. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. The, the, well, uh, <laughs> big John the baby size. I, yeah, that's I what cannot. We, we need to amend this immediately, Liam. We need to amend this immediately. <laughs> um, nothing, nothing helpful is coming up right now. But we will get you a Christmas, a Christmas cracker hat that will fit. That is, your you know what? I saw it in your eyes. I knew what me. you were doing. I knew. The second she started googling, I was like, "What are <laughs> you doing over there? What mischief?" Um, my my actual answer for this is: I think Hades from Hades would wear the hat all night because that's just a big dad move. Yeah, just to wear yes. it for the rest oh, of the day. My God. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's got big Hades energy. Yeah, so that does. is true. I just imagine him, him and Zagreus putting them on and then having a silent unspoken competition that whoever took it off first. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's good. Yes. That's like, so good. That father-son <laughs> trauma. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> Who has the absolute audacity to bring up politics and religion at the table? And uh, this can be in, I mean... Uh, unwittingly or unwittingly um, alright and... I have an answer but first I have a question mm. okay does casually dropping your intention to end reality count as a political stance I mean um... can we have a bit more context because for me people who bring up politics and religion at the Christmas table they know what they're doing like mm. I feel that yeah. yeah yeah what if it was okay so the thing is like my my beautiful wife Lynetta <laughs> Is absolutely going to end reality at the end of this dinner, probably. And she's going to oh. talk about it, but not in like, you know, she's just, it's a fact. She's not, she's not trying to be rude about it. Yeah, she could it's, never be rude. It's just like, it's going to happen. And it would be weird if we weren't comfortable acknowledging it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I That's can see one. her being, okay. being like a heads up. Or when everyone's really pissed, she'd bring it up and everyone would be like, oh, you. <laughs> By the way. Uh... <laughs> Oopsie, whoopsie. Uh, uh, when this uh, meal ends, so does all reality. But, you know, yeah. have a nice time. Don't let that interfere with it. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that she sort of says, don't let it ruin your night. Um, but it is going to get terrible uh, very quickly. Mm. Uh... Yeah, At, like just the worst thing you can imagine. And then take it all the way up to 11 and that's how this night's going to end. But we have the night before that. The last night on earth. Let's party. 
Like it's the Hell last yeah. day on earth. <laughs> uh, I have a couple of Stardew characters that would easily fucking fit into this oh, category. Please. But Go my on. top one I- is Pam the bus driver from Stardew Valley. <laughs> Pam oh, would dear. absolutely she'd sit her she'd sit her ass down and immediately start talking about it. And we'd just be like, Pam, take a moment. Do you know what I mean? Like read the room. And she legit would bring a Brexit 100 percent She's pro-Brexit, 1,000%. Immediately. Immediately. 100%. Shut the fuck up, Pam. There are so many Stardew characters that this would, like the like the mayor, Pierre, the shop owner, immediately would sit down. He's definitely a Brexiteer. <laughs> like, Do you think? Yeah, fuck Pierre. Fuck Pierre. And this is like a, this is like a, a general consensus. In, in, oh, ask your sister. Ask your sister. Actually, she has very rogue Stardew Valley um, opinions. <laughs> I mean, she's uh, listening right now, Rachel, so... I, <laughs> Hey girl, I saw your viral TikTok and it was really funny. That one time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nah, fuck Pierre. Fuck that guy. Uh, Wow, okay. Yeah, he would. But Pam is my number one. Pam would absolutely. Oh, Pam is so good. God, Jesus. (laughs) That's incredible. It's so true though. It's so true. I mean, mine was on the same vein. Mine was the gardener from Untitled Goose Game. Oh, um, damn, yes. That's you know he's one, got bad yes. opinions. 100%. Like 100%. I see it. I totally yeah. see it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm just... <laughs> so many... Okay, there's so much wrong with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he... Because yeah. he's, he's like a gardener as well, so he'd be bringing up how all your veggies are shit. 100%. Oh, no. He'd be tracking mud through your house. Like, I don't know. This guy, like, I love a gardener. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Horrible opinions, right? Do you feel like, you know, sometimes you meet people and you're like, I need to make sure that this conversation never strays from one specific topic because mm. the second it does, it's going to get into a territory where I can't just sit and listen to you. Mm-hmm. That has to be gardening with him. Yeah. Uh, like, yes. you'd ask him questions about gardening. Yeah. And then. Nothing else. Yep. I, he'd get, he'd get into water irrigation and alarm bells would be going off at me. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, girl. <laughs> Honestly, if he started talking about any kind of like, root any vegetable. kind of fruit and veg, that, yeah. you know, anything that isn't a root vegetable, oh, anything really? that doesn't grow naturally in potato <laughs> Europe, I wouldn't want to hear about because you know he's going to start saying oh, questionable things. Yes. So, oh, yeah. that's so true. God, why? What? Yeah, fuck him. But why? Do you know what I mean? The <laughs> vibe. Him. The vibe. Fuck <sighs> the gardener from Goose. Actually, I'm really surprised we actually haven't brought up the goose as <laughs> yet as a potential for any of them. <laughs> well, I was going to say maybe the goose is like a secret Tory, but then I thought about the gardener and I was like, well, actually, he's a working class hero yeah. because he's rallying against no, these people. The, the goose is a classic anarchist, right? That's Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the goose's political stance. Unique yeah. sentences, surely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that's a really The Gooks is a classic anarchist. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay, let's have right. a more positive one because yeah. my blood be boiling at this fucking yeah. gardener from this goose Oof. game. Who, okay, this is a sweet one. Who's lolling at the Christmas cracker jokes? That is very sweet. Oh, that's a good one. That is so nice. One. Like who is genuinely having a little, a little belly laugh at the Christmas cracker jokes? Um, <laughs> I said this for the pub, the pub crawl one, but Morris Lupton would absolutely. We're very, we're very much in the Midlands Yorkshire kind of uh, yeah, games we're having, right we're now. Christmas but, um, in Leeds, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, is he? I am dead. Is Sorry. that what it is? He definitely would Leeds be... by way of hell because of just how many demons I've brought to this thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Freddy Faz, Freddy Fazbear's and Leeds. Oh, sorry, Rachel. Oh my God! Sorry, Rachel. Do I not just... bring Freddy back. Do no. not. We do not need Freddy back. No, bring him back. Keep an eye on him. I want to know where he is at all times. It's better that way. Security cams on Freddy Fazbear. Um, <laughs> yes, Morris Morris Lupton, very cute old man, yeah. would definitely laugh at the Christmas cracker joke sincerely, wholeheartedly. Uh, protect him at all costs. And and. Old man to old man, he beat the shit out of the gardener. He would absolutely oh. beat the shit out of the gardener from Goose Game. Yeah, he would. Oh, oh, no. the untitled gardener I man. Mean, untitled gardener man. Una- unnamed god. Does he have a name? I don't think any of the characters in Goose Game have names. Yeah, I'm not sure. We I all... seem to recall looking this up at one point, and I don't think that they do. Rooks from Bastion, the narrator, uh, voiced by oh, Morgan Cunningham. That laugh. So- I would, yeah, I would just want him to read out all of the jokes and then laugh. Uh, I just think that would be a very uh, quite cosy and festive thing to do is just listen to Rooks from Bastion just narrate the jokes from a Christmas cracker. I mean, he'd probably say something scathing about the hat snapping off my head, but even that (laughs) would probably lose a bit of its bite when it came from his... (laughs) <laughs> Lovely tones. That's the thing. He has such such a beautiful voice. You can't even be angry. Oh, nicest voice. It's so good. What about you, Rebecca? Yeah. Once again, I overthought my answer to like an extreme degree. Love it. Love um, it. Because I'm like, we've got we've got two main candidates in my in my crowd. We've got the hipster vampire who desperately tries to hide that he's laughing at a Christmas cracker joke, but absolutely good. did it got Love him. That. It got him. But I also think again, it would have to be my beautiful wife, Lynetta, because mortal <laughs> humor is so new to her. She hasn't actually heard them a billion times before. And I've just remembered that I wrote this note. Is this one of the few ways in which we're more eldritch than she is? Which was a very like... <laughs> okay, Rebecca, come through. Come through, girl. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I was having a weird moment when I wrote that, but I was like, wait a minute. Like, we feel this just... just this weariness, but also this like sense of, you know, time layering upon time layering upon time when you hear these Christmas cracker jokes that you've heard every year of your life, no matter how long you've been alive. And is that not the soul of the Eldritch? But because she is Eldritch, she can just enjoy them for what they are. I fucking love you, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is I such a good answer. one of my favourite people on this planet. Oh. Yeah. Thank you both. I'm never going to hear a Christmas cracker joke now without getting existential. (laughs) That is incredible. Uh, (sighs) Oh dear, that really is just just. (laughs) I think genuinely is that is that where we end that section because I think that might be the most brilliant ending to that that we could have hoped for yes oh shall we that is i know really we have good. so many prompts but i feel like we don't have time for we had a couple oh. more but i think do you, do you have any is... favorites we've not hit yet because you sort of organized this yeah, dinner party on. you, you i have one more, more. Okay, the one on. i quite like is um the person who is always asking oh can i do anything do you need any help can i help out mm. when like you're cooking but like because they feel a bit awkward because it's like you have to chat to other people unless you're helping out, which I I feel like it's all of us in a way. I could not. I would rather be doing something than like sitting down with a bunch of the unhinged characters we've chosen at yeah. Christmas dinner. I think yeah. it's quite a sweet one as well to end on. Like, Yes. Are you trying to say you'd rather be in the kitchen helping, uh, presumably me and Rebecca cook, instead of sitting in between <laughs> Freddie Fazbear 
and Morris Lupton. <laughs> what oh, a girl. what a crowd! What a crew! At least, at I least mean, that's with a that, wonderful I can Christmas kind of time. turn my chair away from Freddy and but imagine if, oh my god don't do, do that don't do that that's not what we should do yeah you gotta keep your eyes on him at all times I would accept my fate if I was sat next to him who invited him Liam why Sorry. would you invite him he's not well I, we, are, we went to uni together um, oh god <laughs> we worked at the at a restaurant together yeah we did uh, I was the duck one. I don't know what their names are. Oh, Chica. Um, Chica, I yeah. think. Chica. He just straight off the dorm, you two knew that. That's incredible. Listen, I don't know how I know. I've never played one of these Legendary games. Legendary lawkeeper Rebecca fucking knows this shit. She, anything with law, Rebecca's got it. I just somehow yeah, know point, it, even yeah. though I do, I've never I've never played them. I've watched, I think, Five Nights at Freddy's 5 being streamed, and that's kind of it, but somehow... There's just, five of them. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's yeah. about eight or nine now. And the spin-offs. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. When did that happen? But yeah, somehow the law goes in, even if I'm yeah. even if I'm actively trying to keep it out. So, Incredible. and I watched like a five-hour video on the FNAF law like a year ago, which was pretty good actually, and I found very interesting. But that's why I half remember. <laughs> was that like a map pat video or no, no, no? <laughs> do we want, Silence. Do we, no, but do I want to get into MatPat on this podcast? No. I, no let's just no. I feel I feel I've got no idea. This is incredible. No. It's so rare for me not to be so tuned into brain rock culture. But it, it, maybe I'm not offline. A fan. Offline. I'm not. Yeah. I'm good. You know. That's a, go, good for fair. him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Um, okay, characters that are adorable and want to help <sighs> out. Um, God. Yes, sure. Gives gives um, me a chance to give a role to the kid from Full Void, which I think oh, they would be. I think yeah. they'd be in there yeah. trying to help. They'd also put, they're a little bit hungry already, so they're just like, you know, yeah. There's anything on the counter, yeah. but also like sit down for God's sake. You've had such a day. Like God, I'm so intrigued well, this is by the this same game. Day. He's he, he finishes the day he has in Full Void at your I'm Christmas dinner. Pretty sure. Yeah. It seems like where do you? I mean. I've only, you know, I'm the only one who's seen the end, but like, where do you go from there? I think to Christmas dinner would be a great choice. Yeah. <gasps> that is a good, I want to know more about this game is so bad. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about next <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, I can't wait for next week. Um, I, I sort of feel like, uh, probably like, I was going to say Fang from Goodbye Volcano oh. High, but maybe any of them from Goodbye Volcano High oh, yeah. would like offer to help but what they'd really do is they just like sit on the counter and everyone in the kitchen yeah. would just have you nice, would have nice a constant rotation yes. of a te- of teenage dinosaurs coming in telling you a little bit more of the oh. group yeah. gossip and then slowly wandering out when it didn't sort of like serve them yeah. anymore to be in and there that would be fine yeah that'd be fine that would be... learn about the new slang you know they'd <laughs> they'd be picking up food and eating it and if anyone else did that i'd be like you wait mm. but if any oh. of the kids from goodbye volcano high come in yeah. you, know, you turn a blind eye to them that's fine that's, that's a really that's, that's a really, really good pick yeah, Fang for sure. That'd be great. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm scrolling through my my Steam library. Nothing is popping out to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> all my games are about terrible people. So <laughs> apparently, yeah. Tim, the terrible child from Bread, would God, offer Tim just to make himself look better in front of other people. Oh God! I, I just <laughs> so good. Stomp on him. I'm stomp. <laughs> we talked about this. Taking his tie, just strangling him. Mm. Tim. Yep. Maybe the end of all things won't be so bad if it takes Tim the terrible if child with it. <laughs> if we take out Tim, it's worth it. <laughs> you know, Lynetta, when this dream ends and you remake the universe anew, could you maybe just not 
not bring Tim, the terrible child, back. Any more? No. We're good. <laughs> We're, We're all good. <laughs> Yay! Hooray, Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. Now We're recording we have... this on November 29th. <laughs> <laughs> so much year to God. go. <laughs> no, uh, because like it's literally getting to that point in the year um, where there's a month left. There's so many indie games. We've got our indie game chat coming up. Oh, God. In, like, literally next week. <laughs> I'm, there's too much. I'm fried. I'm playing so many at the moment, trying to just cram some in oh, before that God. episode. My, like, yeah, my list of backlogged things that I've not touched yet has hit 30 today. Two more games that oh. I want to play released today. And I was like... <laughs> what released today? Um, So... All of Us Are Dead, which is a visual novel that I looked at at Steam Next Fest at the start of the year, like Shadow Drop today. I had no oh, idea it was coming out so soon. Shadow Drop. Um, and <laughs> another liminal space horror game called The Exit 8 also came out today. Ooh. Oh. So, <laughs> I'm like, great. Oh, All of Us Are Dead is the webcomic yes. visual novel. Yes, oh, the, yeah. um, the, zombie, the zombie horror visual novel. House Flipper 2 is out next week. Right, well. the list like, just it's... keeps getting... Wait, what's out next week? House, House Flipper, Flipper 2. 2. Oh yeah, I'm not too yeah. bothered about that one. I'll I keep play, getting I'll play that event. So oh, many emails, <laughs> so many emails about that. I love House Flipper, but it can wait. Okay, it's not going to be in my top yeah. like. Look, I need oh to... no, no, that's a Christmas one for me for sure. I need to finish Power Wash Simulator before I can get onto House Flipper. Obviously. Oh, Sim. So, and yeah. I love oh, yeah, Power Wash Simulator. I never finished Power Wash so. Sim, but yeah, uh, I there's so many fucking games. There's so many. Yeah. My yeah. my top, even my top ten doesn't cover like the amount of good shit that's come out this like I don't understand I okay should we go on to the final section then I think yeah. I think we, we should I think we need to let Liam bring the cows home home today that's not, yes it's very Christmassy what's a Christmas thing for like wrap wrap up let's wrap up type of Christmas well not Christmas themed but like, it is December I guess it's November it's still very much November at the time of recording <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh God! Who wants to start with the hyperfixation? <laughs> Who thought of one before recording? Oh. I, I did, so I'll go because mine is very go quick. Um, this week, I received issue three of A Profound Waste of Time, a limited run uh, indie magazine slash journal filled with long form features about video games from some of our best and brightest. I've kickstarted all three of these, and they are some of my favorite things ever. I'm a huge fan of physical media. And physical writing and physical games publications, I think, is just some of my favorite things. But A Profound Waste of Time is so beautifully produced that it feels as much like you're holding an art book as much as a collection of essays by some really, really great writers. So issue three, which just came out, you can buy it on the website. Uh, they do, they redo the runs every so often, normally when a new one comes out. So they're kickstarting issue four right now. If you kickstart them, they're cheaper. So I think it's 25 quid to kickstart issue four. I think it's 35 to buy them in back order. Um, I read an amazing interview with Shu Takumi, the creator of um, Ace Attorney last night, Ooh, which cool. revealed some incredible things. Like, did you know the case that happened in uh, Phoenix's youth in the schoolroom actually happened to Shu Takumi? I'm assuming Rebecca already knows I, that. I did know that, but it's cool to hear him. It's cool to hear him <laughs> confirmed because it, it has the feeling of an urban legend. So it's very cool to be like... Oh yeah, no, he, yeah, he I literally also, says in this interview... <laughs> I also knew. Um, oh, okay. He got a job at Capcom by doing a magic trick and they were like, you're hired. Did not awesome. That. that is yeah. really good. 
but it's it's an it's such a lovely lovely book. Uh, there was a, a piece by Grace Curtis who wrote Frontier, oh, a book I wow. really loved this year um, about flash games in the early two thousands. Uh, I read a piece last night by Simon Parkin, who I think is the editor in chief of it now, um, about Shadow of the Colossus and and those games. It's just it's just so nice to you know to read words about games that don't have to be relevant. They can be about literally anything, and they're all illustrated by individual illustrators. They're all given the care and the attention they deserve, and they're laid out beautifully. So yeah, a profound waste of time. I believe Caspian Whistler is the creative director and creator of that uh, little publication, but. I love it. Absolutely wow. love it. Been reading that in, in bed before going to sleep and having a lovely time. Yeah. That's so fun. They look so glossy. Like, it looks so nice. Oh, it's beautiful. They do, um, which which one did you say this is? Three. Uh, issue three, yeah. So it has Trico from Last Guardian on the cover. Ooh. Issue two has Katamari, has the King of All Cosmos on oh, there. Oh, hello. A, oh, wow. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen, I've got my Trico statue. It's kind of hidden back there. Can you see it? Oh yeah, I've never noticed that before. It's above, above the Ace Attorney boys, funnily enough. Are you a secret Last Guardian like her? I like Last oh. Guardian, yeah. Oh. And nice. I have a massive cat as the main. Of course, I am. Yeah, <laughs> true. I played twenty minutes of that game and fucking hated it. Oh man, it's it is a difficult game to get to grips with, but I you, so you love you love Trico by the end. But it is it is oh, like no, I need to go back to it. Yeah, it I is never... like having a real cat that you're trying to convince to do things in that it is almost impossible to play it with any sort of like you just have to kind of let it happen. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, that. Well, I don't need to play that. She was biting the microphone earlier. Oh no. So. <laughs> Would it I mean my experience of Last Guardian was that I have I have completed the game and I have I think one trophy. And <laughs> the one trophy oh, I got was for seeing the cat go to the toilet except actually my camera wasn't facing the cat at the time so i did not even see the thing that oh. i got the trophy for seeing and it's the one trophy so you got, I got a in trophy the game. for an animal shitting near you yes. <laughs> um, well i mean and that is the entire team Michael have done it again <laughs> the entire vibe of the last guardian um a game Incredible. which i i am so charmed by the aesthetic of but found quite fiddly to play That's yeah so funny. one day i'll play it maybe Come round to my house and we'll just take turns trying to get the cat to do stuff. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, what is your hyperfixation? Oh, my hyperfixation. I've been I've been having a difficult time hyperfixating in the last couple of weeks. I'm getting really into the like the wrap-up part of the year. So I'm trying to finish a load of video games. I'm kind of falling back on comfort stuff when I'm not in that kind of mode mm. but mm-hmm. i did recently make time to watch uh all of season five of what we do in the shadows over about four days maybe less oh Mate, i've just binged the first three seasons oh, over the amazing. weekend yeah that's so you exciting started watching because i remembered you saying that you hadn't started it yet and i was like you have to yeah. watch it it's one of my favorite shows and like, oh, i'm not even sure when season five like snuck onto disney plus in the uk because i don't have a tv license so i can't watch it when it comes out like on tv tv um but yeah i just i kind of became aware it was there i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it and the first couple of episodes i was like i don't know it's still funny but is it like as good as it you know was in its prime and then Mm. it hit its stride i kind of you know got to grips with what they were doing with the season and i watched the last i think six episodes basically back to back i was so hooked um it is still a very very good show into its fifth season um 
Nandor got all the best lines this time. I think that's actually a strength of the show is like, I feel every season one character kind of gets all the best lines, but it's quite fair because it's like, it's a different character every season. This Mm -hmm. was very much the Nandor season, in my opinion. Um, God, I massively fell off at season two and I've wanted to get back into it. And from the sounds of it, it sounds like season five is really good. I don't know why I just kind of just fell out of it. It just happens sometimes. It just happens with anything, right? Like... But I've I've always really enjoyed it, and I can't kind of believe they're on season five. It's like, yeah, just yeah. when did that happen? In Wild. What is time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, I really still am, still am loving that show. I mean, I think I was talking to a friend of the podcast Mick earlier, and just casually sat there and was like, you know, there's not a single character on that show I wouldn't lay down my life for if required to. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's where I'm at. That's how I'm feeling. You know, even Colin Robinson. Yeah, I love Colin Robinson. <laughs> I love Colin Robinson, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> my best friend is like obsessed with Colin Robinson. It's so funny. It's like really cute as well. So. We, uh, literally, I don't think there's been a single interaction I've had with Yolly over the last five days where I haven't started it by going, hello there, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I tell you the, the, the dumbest thing was when I was doing Spider-Man 2 guides a couple of months ago, when it, whenever it came out, yeah. um, I had to do all of the image descriptions and every image description I had to use like New York City as part of <laughs> and, and it just, I had literally, I loaded it up on YouTube because it was like an earworm in my head. And just every time I wrote it, I just pressed play and it was like, you are the biggest bastard in New York City. And I was like, I have to hear it or it's like, I'm not finished so the sentence. So fucking good. So good. Um, so good. Matt, I love Matt Berry. Compilations so of Matt Berry, just line deliveries. <laughs> I literally watched three before we started recording. Amazing. That's what I was doing, waiting for the call to start. Amazing. (laughs) Well, yes, I I am now all up to date again on it. Um, Also, like side note, have you seen Wellington Paranormal, which is the other TV spinoff of the movie? No, you've recommended it to me before. It's so good. It's so good. I think it's, uh, I can't remember where it's on in the UK. I think I saw it on Now TV, which is like Sky Atlantic or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Whatever, but yeah, if you ever get the chance to watch that, it is also really, really funny. The the whole what we do in the shadows uh, extended universe, I am always, uh, always down okay. for. I have not heard of this. I will watch this. I love the main woman. I'm a little bit in love with the main woman from Wellington Paranormal. Well, oh, the shit. cops from the movie. The cops from the movie. The like the really, really useless cops from the movie. But they end up in like this X Files secret bureau. But it's like really, okay. really okay. Um, it's really, really like low key and badly done because they're just like in a quiet city in New Zealand by all accounts. It's very good. Oh god, it's a very okay. good show. Definitely gonna watch that. I had not heard of that. Yeah, I need to watch that too. Yeah. What we do in the shadows, extended universe. I, yeah, I think I've gushed about it enough that hyperfixation seems like a fair descriptor. I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. definitely. That was going to be my hyperfixation. So thank you for bringing it up. Oh, Cool. I, I was honestly I was debating and I was uh, like you know what I've watched so much of it I almost don't want to talk about it so I'm glad that you <laughs> that's <laughs> one brain cell every time it just <laughs> yep same brain cell Rachel what's yours mine is a game called Instars and Time Ooh, oh, I've yeah. been playing it it's quite a long game 18 hours 20 hours in um Ooh, wow I yeah we talk about hyperfixating a lot normally it's stuff that I'm kind of into Jesus Christ, I stayed up till 1am just watching people on Discord chat about this game. Oh my God. I was like, well, because I'm not, I'm not really, I like lore and stuff, but for me, I don't think, God, I don't think too much about like a lot when I play games. Like I follow the story and like, but things like very like small details or things that, I don't know, they can kind of 
zip on past me. So this is a game in which it deals very much in questions and lore. It's a, a video game about a <laughs> an RPG group um, going through a castle to defeat a king. But the idea is that the main character you play as is trapped in a time loop and the repercussions of that. And it's not just that they're trapped in a time loop, they are knowingly trapped (gasps) in a loop. So every loop they remember, and it's how that affects the character's mental and physical state as they loop. I think I ended the whole game on like 100 loops. So imagine if someone had to go through that. Um... It's fucked oh, up. I love that. So yeah, that it's, so cool. it's a really, really good game. No, I mean, spoilers, I guess. It's definitely in my top five for sure. Games of the year. I was really, I knew it'd be good, but I was really, I was blown away by how much time and effort went into this game. Um, it's queer as fuck. Great representation. The characters are some of the best characters. I, I love them all. There's five of them. I love each and every one. The combat system is rock, paper, scissors based. It keeps it very interesting. Enemies you fight are really well designed. Yeah, but the idea of this game is also that there's a lot of stuff that, you know, if you don't poke around everywhere, you won't ever know. Secret endings, secret boss fights. So yeah, I stayed up until like 1am the other night watching people on the on the uh, Instars and Time Discord just chatting about it and being like, oh shit, oh shit, I never knew that. And they were sharing clips as well. Like they were really into it. And I was like, I'm a lurker. Oh, wow. I'm a lurker lurking. I'm like, <laughs> so, oh, what does this mean? And what does this mean? And this character and that character. And yeah, I, I'm like, I am, I'm a hyper fixating of this game. I really am. I'm in deep. I'm going to go back onto Discord after this. I'm going to have a look, see what those, what everyone's chatting about. <laughs> I will never contribute. I will never because I don't know. I've just, I like just watching and reading people's, uh, theories about this game and yeah i'm i'm in love with this game it's great and i'll talk about it more next time but i currently the hyperfixation is real i i i've never really joined like a, a discord dedicated to a game before sometimes uh, but not often and as soon as i finished this game i was like i need to understand more <laughs> and i need to go to people who will tell me and understand they will figure everything out and yeah, oh, it's, I, I really love playing this game. So yeah, I am I am deep. It's not over. The hyperfixation is not over. It's ongoing. Amazing. That's such future. a good feeling. Oh, yes. man. Uh, I really want to play uh, this now, but I feel like it'll destroy me. Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, the top review just says, this game made me realise I should probably see a therapist. Um, I've already so heard I'm, that from many games. Many games. I'm in. I'm in. That's, enough. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, it can... Oh... It handles a lot of different topics because a lot of the characters are going through different things. Yeah. What this character goes through in terms of looping. God. I it does get that as an idea. That is very cool. Because like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people like... 100 to 150 loops is kind of the mark from what I've seen on the Discord. Holy and, shit. And you play through all of that. Actually, you probably as a... as I played, I've probably done more loops because I would save and then reload. Like it, the oh, game encourages wow. to do that. to kind of mess with wow. these systems. So in terms of how many loops I've done, it's probably 120 or something. Like wow. saving a lot. But um, Wait, does, the, does the game play with your perception of the game state through saving and loading as well? So the game doesn't recognize that, but inherently some aspects of the game encourage you to do that. And other aspects 
that you can you can on purpose the game will soft lock you ah. and wow. and to get out of being soft locked you need to restart the day so oh. if you carry on that Fuck, train of thought that's good. yeah nice. it's um it's really good and i like this idea of like dismantling rpgs but also like time looping as a concept in games is like really interesting like there are loads of different ways people yeah. have handled that and this one is the best i've seen um just because of the mental burden you'd ha- someone would have to go through to yeah but yeah and the character is so nice seraphin is the ma- is their name and they are generally like the whole cast is so likable um oh uh, yeah more next more next time next I can't episode wait. Can't wait. to hear more about An it. amazing um, little god uh, but yeah just, i yeah i'm in deep with yeah. this one Oh, I love, I love I a time loop, and that sounds like such an interesting way of doing a time loop. I fucking love time loop stories. They're my favorite. Yeah. I, for some reason, yeah. you reminded me there of um, an, an anime that is maybe questionable. I haven't seen it for 12 years, and I don't want to recommend it. But The Melancholy of Harry, Susan, Mia. Oh, Leo. yes. Mm-hmm. Can, they did like an entire season that was the same episode, but it was a time Really? Loop. Oh, wow. So... They like animated like 12, like half an hour long episodes or something. If you remember this correctly, where there's only minor differences between each oh, one. Oh, God. Um, That's wild. Yeah, very, oh, yeah. She's a time traveler. Isn't that the thing? I have never seen it either. So I can't remember. It's been a while. But, yeah. but oh, maybe we could do a whole episode just on like time looping in games or a segment at least. Ooh. Because the, the yes. way that that has been like explored is really interesting. Like, mm. oh. Like, yeah, yeah, our perception of time and uh, the character's perception of time and what happens when someone knows that and mm. what, that, what, bring, what that brings with it. But yeah, I love it. It's yeah. Great. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. If you have 18 to 20 hours spare, this game is big. If you have 20, 20, uh, 18 to 20 hours spare, give it a go. Um, yeah, I'll play that before. Uh, Jesus Christ. We're on Wednesday now. We're yeah. recording that game of the year episode on Monday. Uh, <laughs> God. But this is, I, get, I just ran away. It just ran away with me completely. Like, I would sit up late playing this yeah, game. Wow. I was been thinking about this game. Uh, but yeah, in stars and time. Also, another little cute tidbit. They released a demo for this like, a couple of years ago. And it's the demo is a loop of one of the loops from the game, but a different outcome. Girl, oh, this wow. game. I didn't know that. that and then I read incredible. the Discord and it was like, nice. oh yeah, this is Sifrin in a different loop. And it's not a spoiler because I think it literally says that like in the description, yeah. but it's like so interesting. I, I wish I played the demo a couple of years ago and then to know what was going to come as in like, oh yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. What a game. I can't wait to play that. Ten out yeah, of ten. Incredible. <laughs> uh, but yes, that brings us to the end. <sighs> Ending on that note. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, we've been here so long. I feel like I'm in a fucking loop. Uh, it's like yes. a very Christmassy tradition to have. I wish it could be Christmas every day playing every time you loop back into the same day. So Black Mirror style. Black Mirror style. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, I don't know whether or not I could come back and do this podcast episode again. I think it would literally kill me. Um, I feel <laughs> yes. irreversibly changed after this. Uh, <laughs> There's, my life has been defined into two halves, before Big John and after Big John. Uh, uh, but BBJ. thank you everyone for your patient BG. Thank you everyone for your patience. Thanks everyone for listening as well. Merry Christmas. Yes. Uh, like, have a good one. Obviously we've got another episode before the end of the year. 
but this is this is the Christmas one. You should be in the Christmas yeah. spirit by now. And if not, uh, I don't know, probably yeah. slightly traumatized. <laughs> Listen to this while wrapping presents. It, the end of the podcast is the time when you tell people what they should have been doing for the last two and a half hours. <laughs> great, God. great. I I'll put something in the episode description. Um, which people nice, definitely yeah. read the episode description like to to the end. <laughs> yeah. Every people time. do. Uh, we've some, had very little like correspondence. Do. So when people have got in touch with us, they've been like, "Oh, what did you say at this bit? I can't find the description." So <gasps> people do read those words. They're super helpful. Um, They're great. That's good to know. That's good to know. It's yeah, motivated it is, yeah. me. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Please do email in contact at uh, indieventurepodcast.co.uk. <laughs> that was so smooth. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I think I think so. Yeah, get in touch with us, um, and we'll read your email. Yeah, what indie games have you been yeah. playing over the Christmas holidays? Like, we'd love to know. You can also find us on Twitter and tweet us because that's cute yeah, as well. well. It, it, I love hearing what people are playing because I want someone to come up, come up with something well. completely rogue that I've never fucking heard of, and mm. I'm like, well, gotta add that to the list. Oh yeah, don't forget we're also on Blue Sky and Blue if Sky. If you prefer to get in touch via Blue Sky, we're on there as well. We are. Are we? Are we still updating that? No, we'll soon though. Leave it with me. <laughs> we are to- <laughs> personally and professionally. We're going to learn to use Blue Sky. <laughs> Leave that with me, social media girl. Hey, folks. Rachel with the outro here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Indie Venture is a podcast created, hosted, edited, and produced by Rebecca Jones, Liam Richardson, and me, Rachel Watts. For more information, search Indie Venture Podcast on your social media platform of choice. You can get in touch by sending your questions, comments and feedback to contact at indieventurepodcast.co.uk. You can support the show by rating us five stars and leaving a lovely review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast provider you use. And please let your friends, family, pets, basically everyone know about all the good times you've had listening to us because that would be great. Some of the games we talk about on the show may have been provided to us for free for review consideration. So if you are a developer, publisher or PR looking to get in touch, you can email us at hello at indieventurepodcast.co.uk. Thanks again for listening and see you in two weeks. Bye for now.